Hey, real quick, if you're a return listener and you love low-value mail as much as I love doing it, please just do me a solid, leave a rating, leave a review. It really does help. All right, on to the show. Where are the low-value men? Like, what are what are all the low-value men up to during these trying times? Because the high-value men, they, I know they're around. They won't shut the fuck up. Low-value men, I have not heard a word out of. I'm starting to think I'm on their side. I think I want one of those. I want a low-value man. They don't make podcasts. I haven't seen one low-value man make a podcast. Do they not know how to use microphones? Maybe that's a good thing. That's that's hot. All right. I haven't seen. I've never seen a man use a microphone for good. Until now, everybody, buckle up. It's low value mail time with your host, Danny Polishchuk. Oh shit! What is up? Welcome to Low Value Mail on this lovely Tuesday evening, July twelfth. 2022 in the year of our sick lord uh how's everybody doing tonight we have an excellent show for you today uh we got a we got a banger i I mean maybe we have a banger who knows you know what the thing about this show you never know how it's gonna go but they've all been good so far and i have i have a good feeling about this show tonight our topic of the evening and this was provided by for the most part, he, he didn't word it exactly like this, but for the most part, it was this, by one of our lovely patrons who uh, helped support the show. I can't remember what his name is, and I apologize for that, but our topic for the evening, worst dating stories, slash, if you have any X stories, and then again, if you just want to call in about whatever, you can always just call in about whatever. That's always an option. If you just, you have something that's in your craw. I don't know what a craw is. I remember there was a Kids in the Hall sketch, though, where they, they discuss what a craw is. I don't remember. Um, but anyways, if you want to call in about whatever, we can. Again, thank you to everybody who's uh, been supporting the podcast. If you'd like to check out at 11 p.m., right after this show will end, we have a Patreon episode. Uh, you can access it by signing up at patreon.com slash mail. You get all the old episodes. Uh, you get... This live episode, we listen to voicemails, we read some emails, we do all sorts of nonsense on there. And also, if you sign up for the Scrotes, because some people are, are signing up for the YouTube membership thing, if you want to sign up for the Scrotes level of the membership, because you don't want to have a Patreon or whatever, then you can also get access to... So you can sign up on the YouTube and, and still get access to the extra episode. Um just like let me know because I don't think anybody's signed up for that yet. So, but I, I would just have to post like the link for the thing. Anyways, we have a lovely show. And again, uh, once we hit 500 subscribers, I will start doing a daytime episode. So if you're on the fence about subscribing or maybe you work at nights and you have nothing to do during the day or maybe you work during the day, but you're shitty at your job, you don't care about it, you've mentally checked out and you want something to listen to during the day, we're about halfway there. We're halfway there. Uh, so, so let's get there. And let's get on with the show. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm going to do this. I was going to do this in the middle, but because this is this again, this show is low value. Nobody ever said this is a high value show. This is a low value show. So we don't have any sponsors on this show, right? We don't have any sponsors. I don't have any sponsors. Maybe in the future I'll have sponsors, but I don't at the moment. But someone who uh, a young man who is uh, listens to the show 
and is a member of the Patreon. And I, you know what? I'm going to extend this to anybody who's a member of the Patreon. If you, this is how low value the show is. That if you want me to, if you're a member of the Patreon and you have some sort of business that you want me to plug on the show, I'll fucking do it. Okay, I'll do it just to help out the boys. I'm not getting anything for this. You know, it's like he pays a dollar a month. So trust me, there's no no compensation here, and it's not even for him. It's for his mom. But he proposed this. And I've spoken to him on the phone a couple times because he called into the Patreon episode. I like the kid. So I was like, you know what? I'll fucking throw the kid's mom a bone. And maybe, you know, she could throw me a bone if you know what I mean. I don't know what she looks like at all. But anyways, he, um, he's a cool kid. I like him. Uh, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a little plug for his mom's business. So his mother... I barely read this thing. His mother basically works in real estate. And real estate's about to collapse probably. So this is probably very low-value timing. Very low-value timing. By the way, phone lines are not open. Someone's calling right now. The phone lines are not open. But this is uh, what he wanted to plug. His mother, and you can... <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm so unprepared for this. But uh, his, his mother is, runs a, a mortgage broker and like commercial loans and buying and selling commercial properties anywhere in the U.S. So it said, uh, this is the first... It's called Reno Loans and Real Estate. It's in California. Offers both residential and commercial services. She does commercial business, buying, selling, all that shit. Uh, and residential mortgages and loans anywhere in California. She works in law, large and small banks. Gets you the best rate possible she's been in the real estate game for over 30 years rena is the shit if you're looking living in california you need some help hit up rena her phone number is 415-866-3440 this is the most low value shit i've ever done but if you need some help do it dude call her up and again i got nothing for this although i am going to europe in a couple weeks I'm going to paris and he lives in france um He's going to give me some recommendations. So I, I guess technically I have to say I am receiving some compensation uh, by way of him giving some restaurant uh, tips. But yeah, but seriously, honestly, if you have a small business, you have an internet business, you got a fucking landscaping business in your tiny town, and you sign up for the Patreon, even if you snag one of those $1 ones that occasionally come up, $5 ones, I'll fucking just hit me up. I'll plug your business. What do I care? Nobody cares. We'll help everybody out. We'll help everybody out, you know? That's how we do it. It's We're, we're goddamn entering. A, it's a recession, you know? It's tough times. Got to roll up your sleeves and fucking help, uh, help everybody out. So anyways, we got a great show. Um, worst dating stories. Worst ex stories. I, I got... Uh, I, I hope people have some good ones to call in. I got a pretty good one that I will get to. But before then, we got a couple items in the news that I want to get to. Which, if you want to call in about these things, call in about these things. Happy to happy to uh, talk about any of this shit. So, Hunter Biden. Okay. This, this is insane. It's so insane, the Hunter Biden thing, because it should be the biggest story in the world. This should be, right now, the biggest story on the face of the earth, in my opinion. The President of the United States, son who has a fucking piece on him, by the way, if anybody's checked out any of this stuff. And you know what that means, old fucking Joe Biden. Yeah, he does. Uh, Danny, uh, Chad says, I'm for the people. Correct. I am for the people. But yes, yeah, so Hunter Biden, this, this, he gets his iCloud hack. This guy is an absolute Luddite. Like, he obviously does not know how to use any sort of... He really is. He's not... I, I, part of me feels bad because, you know... He's obviously a troubled man, 
who has been kind of given everything. And I really, like, I, I see that and I go, like, I don't know if I would turn out much different if you put me in that exact position. I don't, maybe less crack. But there's all these videos he's hanging out with escorts. All he does is just hang out with escorts, smoke crack all the time. I mean, he's a crack addict. He's addicted to crack cocaine, which is tough. You know, I, I got an addictive personality. Thankfully, I'm not addicted to any drugs. But I could see myself, you know, if my dad was the president and I didn't give a shit about anything. And I just was like, yeah, I don't know. Just smoke crack and then you get addicted to crack. It's pretty addictive. I was looking this up, okay? In 2001, George Bush, W, his daughters used fake IDs to get into a bar in Austin, Texas. That got more coverage than Hunter Biden. Literally, he's like, there's a video of him weighing up 21 grams of crack. That is so much crack. I don't even, that's so, that's so much of anything. Even weed, 21 grams. You're like, I don't know. That's, it's like almost an ounce of weed. This guy's smoking so much crack. He's buying so much crack, okay? He's got this video and he's fucking sliding naked down the slide thing and these escorts are filming him and then he's filming these escorts and all he does is just that guy must spend half a million dollars a year on escorts and crack probably. Well, what a life, huh? What a life. And then they, they get into his, his and the crazy thing is whoever hacked this, you're like, yo, I hope you were careful because there's like the phone number of the president of the United States of America in there, like the personal phone number, his banking info. You're going to be fucked if you get caught. But then he also, he, he listed his dad's name as Pedo Pete, which who calls her dad Pedo Pete? You're just asking for problems. Just so many, so many problems. And like, if you go on something like, go on MSNBC, go on CNN, nothing. It's like it didn't, it, not like it didn't happen. It's like it hasn't. This isn't currently happening. Like, this is a, a massive, massive scandal. Like, if this happened to, a governor, the son of, say, a governor of any red state, like if this was like Ron DeSantis' kid, if Ron DeSantis' kid got busted with a joint, this would be on the front page of CNN. Literally on the fucking front page. And you're like, he's weighing, and then the most infuriating part is he's, this is like, he's. I've talked to a few people who said the exact same thing. He's like, he's weighing, he goes, eh, it's only two grams, and he can't even read the scale. I don't know if he's so fucked up, or he just has such a charmed life that he doesn't know how to use a, doesn't need to know how to use a scale. But he's like, what? It, it, tw-, and the girl's like, two grams, and 21 grams of crack. That's so much crack. And then also his dad was like, famously, if you look, he passed his crime bill, and he says, if you get caught with a piece of crack the size of a penny will put you in jail for five years. Put you in jail for five years. The judge won't even have any discretion about whether or not that you can go. You have to go for five years, and we'll take everything you own. We'll take every all your possessions, your bank accounts, all that shit. And then the son of the president this happens to. You know, I don't even know if those exact laws are in place anymore. But think of the amount of people whose lives have been absolutely ruined. I don't know. Maybe that's the way of just the universe telling Joe Biden, you go, huh? How you feel about that? You fucked over all these people, generally probably not white people, for smoking crack. Poor, not white people. And now your son's addicted to crack. The world works in mysterious, mysterious ways. But you, but again, I just was like, I mean, I, I, I'm not even trying to sound naive because I know why it's not on the front page because these aren't actual news outlets. They're, I've said it before, I've said it again, they're content creation Sites, their content, their content mills. I don't know. They're very, uh, you know, they're very pointed. Even Fox News. 
Fox News, they, they at least have a thing on it. They're, they're not like the, their number one thing. They have other things. They're fucking ripping on Jill Biden for calling Latinx people tacos or some shit. But goddamn, you can't even pretend like you're journalists for a second and say like, hey, this crazy leak happened. I mean, I guess they had to, they ignored the Hunter Biden laptop stuff and said that was all fake. So then maybe they'd be admitting that that's all, even though there's nothing to admit. Like I posted on Twitter, kind of just joking about how it's not getting covered. And the amount of people who look at that video and they go, oh, that's like Photoshop. Like they can't, their brain won't allow them to process reality because they're so entrenched on their side politically that if they see, they go, hey. Like, and he sounds like Joe Biden too. Like he honestly, you know what? Maybe Egg will be on my face and be like, ah, that's a deep fake, you rubes. You're all suckers. That was a deep fake. I'm surprised he hasn't come out and maybe said that was a deep fake, but. They, uh, it's out and it's, uh, it's crazy. So, uh, there was that in the news and Frank apparently has white privilege, which is, um, hilarious. I, I really, I really want to have to, I really would like to, I was hoping all week my mom, my mom's, my folks aren't really on Twitter. They're not online people enough. So I I don't get that phone call where, where I, my have to explain to them what they go. What is, what is this? People saying that Anne Frank had white privilege. The child that was murdered in the Holocaust. How, what is this white privilege uh, they they speak of? But there was this guy on Twitter. It's always a guy on Twitter, isn't it? It's always a guy. Ugh, guys. Even though I think he's trans or something. But he he said he goes. Hold on. I want to make sure I say this carefully. Yeah, Anne Frank had white privilege. First off. I could be wrong, but in, where was she, Poland, Austria, Germany, whatever, somewhere in Europe, in the 30s, 40s, 30s, early 40s, I don't think there's anybody who wasn't white. Like, my grandmother, she's from Russia, she's like, I never saw somebody who wasn't white when I was living here. There weren't non-white people there, everybody was white. And can you have white privilege when all people are white? Like, does that even exist? Can you have, can white privilege exist when everybody's white where you live. I don't know. I have no idea. But so he said, he goes, yeah, Anne Frank had white privilege. Bad things happen to people with white privilege. But also, don't tell the whites that. Because the whites can't handle knowing that bad things can happen to people. Even though the whites do know that. Because they go, yeah, it's stupid. The notion of white privilege is... I mean, obviously, everybody has different types of privileges. You know, there is... uh, there's thin privilege, there's fat privilege. I mean, again, there's only, the only place that there's no type of different privileges are in some sort of fantasy land where all people are identical in every way. The moment that not everybody's identical, people get different privileges. You know, some people are smarter, some people are stronger, some people are faster. It's just literally just being a person. But the people who can't live with the fact that they you know, don't have some sort of things afforded to them, some sort of benefits. They play the white privilege card. Um, and again, the guy, I, was, I looked into the guy's uh, Twitter account, so you don't have to, but you can if you want. I can't even, it was like some weird, weird handle, but you can look it up. Um, but he says, like, so the guy's a communist. That's, that's the main thing, which now makes sense if you think about the whole white privilege stuff where you go, like, they're talking about privilege, where he's a communist, where he wants everybody to be the same. You know, he's, if you've ever, uh, I highly recommend, go look up uh, The Killing Fields, Pol Pot from Cambodia. Because um, this is this is kind of, I feel like a lot of these people, if you give them enough power, 
this is where you invariably will end up is something like the killing fields where they wanted to in, in Cambodia they essentially wanted uh, just a full reset. They're like, we need society sucks, civilized everything sucks. We just need a full reset. We're starting at the year zero. That's what they called it. Is year zero, right? So they go, it's the year zero, and we need to get rid of. We just need all. It, it was like it, it, it was weird in the sense too because they're like, we need all the dummies to stick around, all the smart people who are responsible for all of our problems. They gotta go, right? And so they were murdering. Like if you had glasses, if you had glasses, it was just assumed that if you had glasses, you were smart. Uh, so then they killed everybody with glasses, which is fucking insane. But you could see how, like, just that kind of ideology would lead you down this path where if you want everybody to be the same, you go, well, we don't need any smart people. And you go, dumb people have glasses, too. But, again, you're not dealing with particularly the smartest people here. But there's just these people are so obsessed with race and identity. It's everything is through a racial lens. Even, like, look, there is racism and you know, you can put some things through a racial lens, but not everything. The moment that you're so uh, inflexible and unable to just, you know, hold these two thoughts at the same time is when you really get exposed for being as stupid as you are because then you go, oh, yeah, I just, I, I'm so unable to, to differentiate that you just go, yeah, Anne Frank and her, Anne Frank and her white privilege. Nonsense. Um, also, her passport. You know, this is how white privilege she was. Her passport said she was Jewish in it specifically. There's probably a big ass, big ass J in there for Dwight privilege. Just made that up. Dwight. Um, okay, one more thing. We're going to do some dating stories. And then you all can call in. You can talk about Hunter Biden. You can talk about Anne Frank. You can talk about your white privilege. You can talk about your privilege privilege. I don't give a shit. But we got a good show. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I'm, I'm jacked. I'm jacked right now. So one last thing. Because uh, this was an interesting one, and more so just because when this happened, I was like, that seems like bullshit to me. And then, but it was one of those things where I go, well, I'm not going to make a public thing. Because if you're wrong, the egg on your face, whoo, like you just, it, there's just things where they're just, they're too dangerous to call out, even if you know they're probably bullshit. Because one, if you're wrong, you were just like the worst person on earth. And even if you're right, if you don't have proof, then you're also still the worst person on earth. So if a lot of people remember, I'm sure you do, maybe like a week or two ago, because it's been talked about a lot and it's been referenced a lot, is there's a 10-year-old girl in Ohio who uh, had to go to, a, because of the abortion, Roe v. Wade was, uh, whatever, abolished, and then because of that, she had to go to a different state. She was 10 years old to get an abortion. And you see, she goes, this is horrible. Three days after Roe v. Wade gets abolished, and then this 10-year-old girl gets raped, impregnated, and she has to go to a different different state, and you go, this is disgusting. And they go, see, this is what your abolishing Roe v. Wade gets you. This is, And I remember thinking, like, this just smells fishy. Because I read the article, and there wasn't a lot of information in it. It was a single-source article, was like, and then, you know, there wasn't a lot of info. They didn't say there was no... No mention of criminal investigation. You go, a 10-year-old is pregnant? Like, why aren't the police involved in any capacity, right? But it's one of those things where, like, what am I going to do? And you're going to go on Twitter being like, this is fucking bullshit. And people are like, yeah, you want to be the guy who's calling a 10-year-old getting knocked up and... Not knocked up, raped, and fucking having to go to a different state to get an abortion? You want to be like... You want to be the person? You want to die on that hill? Uh, but anyways, the Attorney General of Ohio came out today and he's basically like yeah that's bullshit yeah, it was a week ago um you know that's bullshit 
he's like, there's literally been no police. Uh, it's in the New York Post. He says, under Ohio law, physicians are required to report any case of known or suspected child abuse, neglect, including suffering any physical or mental wound or injury. Right? He says, we don't know who the original originating doctor in Ohio was, if they even exist. He was told Waters on Monday night. But the bottom line is, it is a crime if you're a mandated reporter to fail to report. Uh, and then again, there's just there's so many little little things about it, so many anomalies where they're like, look, nobody, there was no, uh, not a, he says there was not a whisper about the reported case of a 10-year-old girl um, anywhere. There was no, no law enforcement, uh, no, he says, uh, any case like this, you're going to have a rape kit, you're going to have biological evidence, and you'll be looking for DNA analysis, which we do most of the DNA analysis in Ohio. There's no case request for analysis that looks anything like this. So, because again, if you're the Attorney General of Ohio and you hear this, you go, what's going on? Let's... Is horrible. Let's look into this shit. Uh, and yeah, so it turns out it's... I, I mean, I guess the one scenario, and I will totally leave this up, maybe this is the one possible scenario where this wouldn't happen, is I guess if there's another 10-year-old or like an 11-year-old boy who's had went through puberty and then has sex with a 10-year-old girl, I guess that's not illegal. That's just super fucked up. Uh, but that... I. I guess wouldn't cause, I, I don't know, but it was one of those things where you, you know, there was, a, there was a lot of question marks there. Uh, and it was just more conveniently timed than I think, cause you go the moment that the trigger laws quick kick in then all of a sudden you're like the most horrific circumstance possible to prove their point happened. So anyways, still, still, still pro abortion though. Don't get me wrong, but, uh, it was just one of those things, um, where I saw that and I go, eh, I don't know about that. Okay. So, Worst dating story. I'm gonna give my worst dating story, and then we're gonna get we're gonna get to it. Uh, I have an email I want to read, but it's really fucking long, and we're already at nine twenty. So I'll read it on the Patreon. It's a pretty crazy email. It was sent in. It's a really crazy story, actually. It was sent in by uh, a viewer. So if you want to check it out, subscribe to the Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/lowvaluemail. So here is my worst dating story I have ever had, and then we're gonna open the phone lines. This is so comically bad uh, that. I just, someone said I unironically said Latinx. I did not unironically. That was a joke. I don't fucking say Latinx or Latinx or whatever the fuck. Okay, so I, um, it was when I was living in Canada about 10 years ago. I just got out of a relationship. I was at a stand-up show. Do my set. There's this girl in the audience. We got to talking, meet her. We hang out. You know, we, we, we do our thing. We hook up. <sighs> She's fine. You know, totally normal. We had a fun night, right? And uh, maybe like a week later, she's like, you want to go for lunch? We go for lunch. Have a nice lunch. We go, that's cool. Um, and then we, we make plans for... So we've not hung out two times. Two times. So our third time hanging out ever, uh, we're like, you know what? Let's go for dinner. She, she was nice. I liked her. She's she a cute girl. So we're going we're gonna to go out for dinner, right? So we go. We're, I'm like, well, let's go get oysters. There's this place on uh, Queen Street West in Toronto. Rodney's Oyster Bar. If you know of it, great oysters. Not a, They don't... Uh, support the patreon that was just a freebie but uh I don't, it's probably closed now from covid who knows but anyways we go for oysters right we get to the oysters and at the time i was thinking about moving to vancouver okay i was like and not like i'm moving but i was like yeah maybe i'll move to vancouver i don't know i liked it out there i was like maybe i'm gonna move to vancouver right so we're sitting at dinner we're eating again this is the third time i've ever hung out with this woman in my life we're we're, we're eating <laughs> And I go, yeah, you know, I'm thinking about maybe moving to Vancouver. My brother lives there. I have some family out there. And, you know, I might do that. And she goes, oh, that's cool. 
She goes, you know, I'll, I'll come with you. I'm like, what? You'll come with me? No, no, no. I'm like, I, I don't know. Come with me. Like, no, no, no. Like, I'll move. I, I'm going to move to Vancouver. If you want to also move to Vancouver, it's a free country. You definitely move to Vancouver if you also want to. But we're not moving to Vancouver together because I barely fucking know you, right? Like, I don't really know you. And she was like, oh. And then we're, we're eating. And I, the whole time, I'm a fucking idiot because I'm slurping oysters, right? And then, then she starts talking about her. Uh, she's like, because she was like, I think twenty nine. She was she was under thirty, and she goes, you know, I'm getting to that age where I gotta start, uh, gotta start freezing my eggs. I'm gonna have to start freezing my eggs, and I'm just like slurping oysters in the most awkward manner physically possible because I'm in so much discomfort. Right, and I'm slurping these fucking oysters. She goes, yeah, I'm gonna have to freeze my eggs. And then I'll go, oh, yeah, that's, that sucks. you got to freeze your eggs. But, again, we're, this is only the third time we've ever hung out. So that has nothing to do with me. But if you want to freeze your eggs, go for it. And then, uh, <laughs> and then she, she drops this bad boy. Uh, she goes, y- y- you know, because I-, I can't remember the exact context, but she basically goes, yeah, you know, we're in a relationship. I'm like, What? <laughs> like this is the point where so I didn't know this is how I react to like the most uncomfortable uh, situations because I've never really I've never been in one since but I just like was laughing hysterically which I felt really bad because she was serious and then I'm like uncontrollably laughing because I'm so nervous and uncomfortable where she's saying that we're in a relationship. I'm like, we're not in a relationship. What do you, and she's like, yeah, we're, we're in a relationship, you know, we've, we've had sex and we're in a relationship. And I'm like, like, I didn't know what to do. And then the waiter comes over being like, Hey, um, can I get anything for you? Do you guys need anything? And she's like, Oh, sorry, we're just fighting right now. Can you come back? And I was like, we're fighting. It was so fucking insane. And then the craziest part too was we were supposed to go. I had a, a stand-up show later that night, and she was supposed to come with me. And so we have this just, just the most awkward, awkward meal for the rest of this meal. It was insanely awkward. And then we leave, and she's like, "Can I still come to the show with you?" And I go, "No, I you're no, you cannot come to the show with me." Uh, that was. I'm just processing this whole thing still. That was fucking nuts. No, you're not coming to the show with me. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then I left. And then she texts me. She's like, "Are you still gonna come over later?" And because I'm a piece of shit, I was like, "Yeah, I'll see you later." And then I came over later. But then I never saw her ever again. That was that was the end of it. That was I was like, one one last one. You know, you got to get the last one in there. But that was fucking nuts. She's literally like, "We're in a relationship, and I'm gonna move with you." I'm like, "I've known you for less than two fucking weeks." It was insane. Anyways, that is my worst date I've ever been on by far. I would like to hear yours. The phone lines are now open. Call in. Let's hear what you got. A lot of people were, nobody sent in any emails about their bad um, bad dates. There were no bad date emails, but uh, there were, some people were messaging on YouTube. So, all right, we got a caller. Let's see what we got. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hey, Danny, Dave. Hey, what's up, Dave? How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Not much. I've got a story for you. Yeah, you do, dog. This is Dave from, Can- Dave from <laughs> Canada, everybody. He makes he made all the artwork for all our shit. He makes a lot of stuff for the boys cast. This guy is the best. Dave is the best. Yeah, I'm, 
I'm a busy boy. Yeah, um, so this this story, uh, you know, I see these topics sometimes, Danny. I'm like, yeah, this one, this one hits a nerve here. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is about, uh, I'd say, five years ago. So I, I was, I had just gone through a separation, divorce kind of thing. Um, I, you know, Tinder wasn't a thing, but when I was in this relationship, so it was a good uh, kind of introduction to what that thing's like. And this was almost literally one of my first matches. And, uh, this girl was, uh, she was gorgeous. Like her picture was like, she was smoking hot. And, um, there's no way like me five years ago was, would have ever, uh, you know, hooked up with someone who looked this good. Um, so like pretty much almost like the same night, uh, that I started talking to her. And again, I didn't really understand, uh, I guess, you know, what's normal for a, a Tinder date or what you expect in a conversation. Yeah. She's like, Oh, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> And uh, I was like, oh, not so want to hang out kind of thing. Um, yeah, I go, I, I, yeah, already it's kind of like, yeah, red flags, right? But did you have any red flags or are you like, this is awesome. I love this new reality. I had no, I had no idea. Like I had, I had, it had been 13 years since I'd been on a date before. Um, and this, <laughs> yeah. like back then I used like the most thing closest to Tinder was like, uh, this is like plenty of fish was the thing. And there's no smartphones back then. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I never, did, I never did any sort of online dating. And then this is like, right when I broke up with my kind of long term acts, like Tinder came out like a week later and I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a double edged sword. My friend. <laughs> yes. Um, so anyways, I'm like, no, it's like here. I'm thinking it's pretty sexy girl. I'm like, maybe this is just how it always is. And this is, I'm, I'm entering a wonderful future. Um, so I go out, uh, I pick her up. Um, we're driving downtown. Uh, I go, I, she's like, I'm like, where do you want to go? She's like, oh, it doesn't matter. So we just go get a drink. And I'm, I pretty much uh, mentioned the first bar we pass. And this is just a little pub. And I'm like, oh, how about in there? Um, so kind of red flag number two is she's like, oh, no, I am not allowed in there. <laughs> <laughs> So that was interesting. I was like, oh, and and I, I'm a pretty easy going by. Even if it was a red flag day, let's just say that I'd probably still go with it because yeah. I just want to hear what this is all about. Yeah, exactly. You're like, well, um, it's not your fucking wife. You're like, yeah, let's go for it. I can fucking never see this person. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm like, look at this little cute thin girl. She she can abduct me. I don't think. I don't think she can steal my kidneys or anything. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we go to the, the second pub, which was like just down the street, a little further downtown. Uh, we get there, um, and we just sort of just, just have general talks. Uh, I start telling her just sort of how I'm going through my, you know, my separation and divorce, and she starts just, like, crying. <laughs> um, she starts crying into her beer, pretty much literally. Just she, like She's like, that's so sad. Um, and I'm like, whoa, she's really emotional. Now, at this point, I'm starting to get the hints that this is someone who is not on medicine right now and should be. <laughs> 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 because this is uh, this is not normal behavior, um, and very much the uh, I started getting the hints of uh, this is the old uh, bipolar thing going on, and we're in a very manic phase because she is very chatty. Mm-hmm. I think she she went outside and had about a cigarette. I think every fifteen minutes it seems we were there for about two hours. Okay. Um, she told me that. Um, she didn't like take her medicine. Oh yes, that eventually came out that she wasn't taking her medicine. Um, she went. She was like, "Oh, I just got to go to the bathroom." At one point, she she left to go to the bathroom, came out, and then started berating the owner of the bar because the bathroom was stinky. 
<laughs> so me again, I'm a pretty easygoing guy. Yeah, and I was just I was having a pretty good chuckle about all this. <laughs> so that was all crazy and weird. And at the end of the night, she was kind of we got in her car. And I was like, oh, I'll just you know drive you. She's like, oh, I'm just going to go to my my friend's place. You can drop me off there. Um, and on the way over, she uh, she basically tells me that what was the last thing she did? It was something along the lines of. Uh, you know, the last time I, I masturbated, the only way I could come was if I thought of Satan. And <laughs> I'm just like, this is, this is amazing. Tinder is the greatest thing on earth. <laughs> I wonder if it's the same um, girl. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, and to make, to sort of wrap this up, I guess, Danny, is that, uh, I didn't hear from her the next day. I like, I like texted her the next day. I'm like, what's going on with this girl? And she was like, she was a completely different person. She sounded like she was just in another realm of her probably depression or bipolar okay. uh, effects but yeah basically that was the that was like the first date i went on and then after that the rest were pretty boring oh yeah that would be a hard <laughs> one to top the funniest part too is guys are like i, I don't know man i, I don't want to speak for you but like god so many guys will be in this and i'm sure we'll have people call in but like they'll be in these situations where they're like yeah she's insane you're like i'll still have sex with her i'll just want to just won't go past tonight though like every guy's just like we'll just still try and not let this fall apart for the night we'll, we'll just like oh tell yourself you're like this oh, is fine for tonight <laughs> oh 100 percent, danny i've i've, I've Later on, and this was probably, this was like two years ago, there was a girl that I I met on Tinder, and I, I brought her to my house, and we were just supposed to, because uh, she seemed normal enough, right? That's famous last words. Yep. Um, and you know, I, I've got a house, my own property, neighbors and stuff like that, and she proceeded to get just rip-worn drunk off my booze. Yep. I, I had a couple drinks. She was going drink shot, drink shot, drink shot. Oof. was insanely loud. And every time I was like, Shush, I, you know, I've got neighbors here. And she's just like, rah, rah, rah. and I'm like, oh, what have I done? And I, I was so happy when she's like, she finally said it. And then she's like, I don't want to stay over. I want to go home. I'm like, okay, that sounds like a great idea. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I had no idea how I was going to get this chick back to her house. Because well, I kind of live out of town where I am. And she was back in the main town there. I was like, I am, I am going to have to just shove her in a cab and hope that, hey, Good luck to you. Hats off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a... Uh, Anyways, Danny, that's, that's my story. Yeah, that's that was, my, uh, that was a good one, Dave. Thanks for calling me, buddy. Oh, all the good tenders. Bye now. Okay, take... Yeah, it was a, that was a good one. Yeah, that's... Uh, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of guys with a lot of... A lot of similar... Similar things. All right, we got a call. Hello? Yeah, that's, uh, hey, Danny. Hey, uh, can you turn down your uh, speaker? Yeah, I just turned it off. Oh, okay, no problem. How's it going? Well, it's going good. I'm Tiff, uh, short for Tiffany. I don't know, am I your first trainee caller? Yeah, uh, no, you're not. You're, you're a trainee. Damn it. Oh. First ever? <laughs> oh, well. No, no, I was just wondering if anyone else had called in that was a trainee. Oh, are you actually transgender? Yeah, I born a male. Okay. Live as a female. Oh, okay. No surgeries or anything. Oh, okay. But you refer to your you use the term tranny? I thought that was like uh yeah, me and my tranny partner both do. We find it amusing. Kind of. Oh, okay. Interesting. I don't know. All right. I'm I'm just curious. I don't know. Uh, we, we were once with a guy who got offended for us. He would get upset with us for using the term because he was such a crazy liberal. Really. Interesting. So, it's, it's interesting meeting the the other side of like what you expect. Uh, the, the, yeah, that's what a lot of people tell me. Yeah. Uh, so what's like up? I got off. Oh, I got Facebook because I was uh, 
told that I was a trans Uncle Tom bigoted masochist <laughs> that just wanted other people to go through the same torture I had gone through because I didn't think kids should be put on hormones. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Very, very. Funny. Anyway, I got a, I got a horror X if you want to hear about yes, it. Yes, please, I would love to. Okay, so my uh, my ex uh, fiance, I guess, because we were engaged at the time, was uh, it was before I came out as trans. And her name, well, it doesn't matter. We won't go into that. Yeah, not, not important. But we're like on the third date, and we get a phone call. She's at a university at the time. I'm not. And her roommate has just slit her wrists, and there's blood all over the dorm rooms. She needs to change rooms. Oh, that okay. should have been my sign that this was someone <laughs> I should not be around. Yep. Generally a good, but uh, unfortunately, I'm someone who doesn't want to be alone. Okay. And um, no matter how bad the relationship got, I just kept trying to make it work. Fortunately, me coming out as trans kind of ruined it for her. I bet. So she eventually cheated on me and left me. But she cheated on me and left me for a guy that we hung out with that was a friend of hers. was a pedophile. Like an actual, like... Like he had been arrested when, like, a long time ago for like diddling his fourteen-year-old brother and twelve-year-old sister or some shit. What? And she knew this? Yes, she knew. I only know it because she told me, and then I went and looked up the record to confirm it. And she was just like fine with it. Apparently, they're like friends. Well, they're like a couple now, as far as I know. I don't know. I don't keep in touch. That's wild. Yeah, real creepy. So I feel bad to be left by left for a pedophile, but at the same time, I'm so glad to not be in that yeah, I'd say horrible relationship. Uh, yeah, I'd say she probably did you a favor. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. Yeah, and 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 what was your first? Did you have a crazy like first date with her or anything, or just that was uh, how, like, the how very you, first date was fairly normal. Um, no, we met through like someone else on Facebook. I had been at the time, I was really into going to anime conventions and dressing up and shit like that. Yeah. And, um, I don't know, she commented on some picture on one of her friend's Facebook pages, and I asked her out on a date. Um, it, was, it was actually really weird. I guess the first date was interesting. So, yeah. the, uh, <laughs> just before that, I had, uh, I had always had this fantasy about being with a tranny. I didn't realize I wanted to be one. <laughs> I just kind of wanted. Uh, I just it was like I watched the porn and all that stuff. Yeah, but you know, you had no inkling that you were like inside. You wanted to be that. You just were. I kind of sort of saw signs when I looked back on it afterwards, but at the time, no, I really didn't. Interesting. And I this was when Craigslist still had personals. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the back in the day. And Craigslist personals are all gay dudes, hookers, and trainees. Sounds, and sounds um, I, I got <laughs> I got lucky and didn't get mugged or a nasty STD, and I had this experience with a with a tranny. And then the next day, I had this date with this girl. <laughs> and the day after that, I was supposed to go to a party with this tranny, and we went to this hookah lounge and made out. And I canceled the other date. Oh. Kept going out with her, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a pretty wild story. This is uh, quite a wild story. Um, yeah, my wild days are over, but... Uh, that's cool. Well, I mean, you know what? Yeah, it's good. It's 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 interesting. I find it interesting sometimes when people have, like, the first date is, like, the super crazy one because I feel like you want to not 
you know, you want to keep that to yourself. Ideally, a lot of times people are like, yeah, I don't want to let them know I'm actually like this until later. Yeah, I don't want them to know I'm completely insane <laughs> yeah. yet. But it eventually comes out. You know, it eventually comes out. You um, can't hide it forever. No, you definitely can't. Um, anyways, thanks for calling in, Tiff. I appreciate it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, take care. Bye. Interesting. Interesting uh, for uh, Tiff. Yeah, that's it's weird. People could know someone who's a pedophile and just be like, yeah, you know, but he's changed. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Yo, what's up, man? Hey, what's up? Who am I speaking with? <laughs> what's up, man? My name is Drew. Dude. What's up, Drew? How you doing, man? Hey, man. I enjoy your guys' uh, podcasting, man. Oh, thanks. Hey, man. Uh, uh, I I hate when uh, people uh, talk shit on freaking bipolar people. Yeah. So, anyways, okay. Are, are you bipolar pejorative. yourself? Yeah, yeah. They say the pejorative, and I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, it's so fucking lowbrow. I'm so sick of it. You know, like, they're fucking bipolar. Like, dude, it's this complex. It's a complex, um, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems <laughs> like, like mental, mental issue and like fucking. Anyway, anyways. Yeah, I, 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 although I will say that I feel like it's more used as a, like a negative towards women just because women are kind of like all over the place, anyways. I don't, you don't hear it used too much as like a pejorative against men as much. Uh, that's at least my, my sentiment on that. But anyway, so do you have a do you have a crazy dating story? Anything you want to talk about? A dating story? Yeah, that's that's the show, <laughs> dude. I got crazy dating stuff. horror dude, stories. Dude, I'm bipolar as fuck, dude. So hey, you're you not allowed to say that. Oh, I don't. I don't care. No, I'm kidding. I'm, it's not a pejorative, dude. I know, I know. Oh, you're just saying because you're bipolar. Is, you know what I'm saying? So how so does like, your? How does? I don't know a lot about being bipolar. So how does it? Um, it's just like really hot ups and really low lows, kind of. Like high highs. No, and like lows? me, me personally, like okay, I I rarely, very rarely have a problem. And like I have some like shitty shit at work or something like that, or like some girl shit that kind of thing. Yeah. And then, like it very rarely rears its fucking ugly head, but when it does, it's fucking gory. You know what I mean? Like what, what happened? Like what, what, what do you do? Like you go on benders or what's that? Like you go on like drug benders or what happens? Like you just really yeah yeah stuff? like that like alcohol especially for me like I was like. Dude, it's gone. Like, I, it's, that's, I don't want any other way to do it. And then here's the thing. So I have a, I have a, uh, a problem with like the, 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 um, the drug industry. Like, the, you're supposed to be on like lithium and all this kind of crazy shit. But here's the thing: it makes you a different person, and it sucks ass. Like, yeah. it sucks to be, be on those drugs. And I'm like, dude, I'm not the same person. And so, like, to like fucking balance that shit you fucking do other shit like uh like drinking or fucking smoking or whatever the fuck you do just to kind of and, get you back to no- what you think is normal yeah or whatever you yeah, know just to so, like yeah to make you feel normal i guess but um yeah and and i want to go on to some fucking stupid doctor be like oh this is what you fucking are or something i don't know anyway that i don't like all that shit so it's like fucking i just and, and i've been on them then there's damn pills and all that so i, I don't want to fucking deal with it yeah. and i would rather just do what i know you know what i mean so yeah, a lot of these guys they'll go home and drink at, after work dude like i am today oh you're yeah and then fuck it and fuck it and, and just and then deal with it that way and so it pisses me off i just don't like the stigma with like yeah, oh, I mean, nobody does. Fucking bipolar, dude. Get the fuck. You don't even know what bipolar is, dog. Yeah, fucking I mean, I, to be honest, up. I barely know what it is. Um, anyways, do you have a dating story? Do you have a dating, a crazy dating story you want to tell? You got anything? Uh, 
shit, I got a bunch of them. But anyways, I was okay. I got one. I got one. I got. I got. A, I got one. My most recent one, right? Yeah. So fuck it. I found this chick, dude. She's fucking hot, dude. Uh, nice. Well, I thought she was. You thought yeah, she was. I got canceled off. I got canceled off fucking Tinder because I did some shit. Anyways, I got. What do you mean? No, no, no. What do you? What did you get canceled off of Tinder for? You got kicked off of Tinder. Yeah. What'd you do? What'd you do? Yeah. No, I deserved it. I deserved it. What so I put a. I did uh I got mad at this chick on there and yeah. then instead of like fucking like reaching out to her I just like put some torture video uh, torture uh pictures from the from the middle medieval ages you know Yeah like paintings like, No yeah I like that like right I yeah, just yeah. got some shit on Google and they changed my profile pictures to fucking some dudes getting cut in half you know Okay and, like Seems obviously like... obviously I'm getting fucking bad that And like, they kick you off a of Tinder for that <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, fucking that bullshit. Yeah. I, I don't know. You know, now it's like fuck. I gotta get a new phone and fuck get a new number. <laughs> All this bullshit, new email. Fuck, fuck yeah. that sucks, dude. That yeah. really sucks. Anyways, thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. All right, that was uh, that was an interesting one. Tech Girl Tiff with the super chat. It was cool chatting with you. The show brings me back to listening to Bubba the Love Sponge every morning driving to high school. You're the new patron. I want you to do a daytime show. Keep it up. Thank you, Tech Girl Tiff. I appreciate you. Thanks for that call. That was uh, very interesting. It was uh, really cool to have you call in. All right. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hey, this is Max. Hey, how's it going, Max? Hey, uh, Danny. Uh, I'm a comic uh, out in... Uh San Francisco, and I've actually uh, written a couple pieces with you for Hard Money. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah, I think I, I think we're Facebook friends, right? Oh yeah, Max yeah. R R Max R. Yeah, uh, you got it. How's it going, buddy? Hey, uh, so uh, obviously I had to call in for the dating stories, and I'll try to make this one quick. Yeah. Um, so early on in my stand-up, um, back in 2014, I kind of was at that point of discovering that you know you can uh, be funny and meet chicks. Yes, and that's why so most guys do it. Right. I, I mean, I should have figured that out uh, way earlier. But uh, so I did a show right around the corner from my house, conveniently, uh, on like a Tuesday night right before like Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I met this girl. Uh, she's actually Ukrainian. So I was doing that before it was cool. <laughs> and and uh, the first night we met, like it was, you know, we hit it off, uh, nice flirting and whatnot. And she ended up coming back to my apartment, which was, which was right around the corner. And like, we hooked up that night and in hindsight, not the best idea, but we hooked was up. Was she also I, a I comic? Hooked... No, no. Okay. She was just, um, she was actually there for a networking event. Okay. Uh, it was kind of set up as like a comedy show, networking events. Gotcha. They could uh, boost the audience attendance. Yeah. Yeah. And like, totally, yeah, I've seen that. Been... Yeah. You've done that. Yeah. Shit. A million of those. And so, uh, and so, you know, I felt I kind of felt bad and weird about like uh, you know hooking up the very first time, and I kind of like was vibing. So I asked her if she wanted to like go out for like a real date, and she's like, "Yeah." So maybe like a week passed, and uh, I thought, "All right, well, we the first time we hung out was really close to my place, so I'm gonna you know uh, do a solid and kind of go out to her area." So I was actually out in Washington D.C. I may have mentioned that that was where I was doing stand up when I started, okay. and I decided to meet her out where she lived near Rockville. Wait, and, wait, she uh, lived in D.C.? Oh, no, you were, in, you were in San Francisco at the time or you are in D.C.? No, uh, so, yeah, my bad. I live in San Francisco now. But, but at the time, doing, this all happened in D.C.? Yeah, it all happened in D.C., gotcha, and so gotcha. I went to meet her up near her place, which was in Rockville, Maryland, right outside of D.C. Okay, yeah. Uh, and, 
so we meet up, we uh, make plans for this restaurant at 8 o'clock. I arrive at the uh, restaurant at 8 o'clock. Uh, she's not there. I grab a table. 8.05, she's not there. I'm like, well, five minutes, you know, not a big deal. At 8.10, I get a text from her like, hey, I'm on my way. Sorry, right? And I try to be understanding. Uh, you know, sometimes you get caught in traffic, whatever. Uh, 40 minutes pass, and it's 8.50. And the uh, waiter comes up and says like, hey, are you going to order? Uh, we close at 9, and I said, well, I'm waiting for someone. And they said, cool, if she arrives before 9, we can put in an order for the kitchen. And she shows up at like 8.57. And she sits down. They actually were totally cool. They uh, gave us like some extra stuff, uh, you know, for, the, for what was, I guess, a hassle. And turns out that the waiter was actually friends with her. Oh, really? So it was like a good thing. It was, yeah, it was a good thing that it wasn't like talking shit, you know, like this bitch yeah, yeah, is not showing up. And then <laughs> turns out it's a friend. Like, so um, maybe she set it up that way. And then she said, uh, hey, you know, I feel really bad about being so late. Um, can I offer to pay? And, and I, of course, I'm doing that, like, math in my head about, like, what kind of, like, trickery this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what, what kind of game is this happening right now? Yeah, but of course, I'm, like, I'm like you know, broke, early 20s, and I came all the way out to her area. She was the one who was late, so I'm like, sure, how about, well, you pay, let's try this again, I'll take you out again, because I, I, I felt like, oh, well, you were late, and, you know, I want to give her a break. Yeah. Um, so all fine. We actually ended up going back to her place that night, but nothing happened. And I missed the ch last train back. So she ended up driving me home and we actually got pulled over by a cop. Uh, cause she was driving with like a tail light out okay. and man, she, she was smoking hot. And so obviously nothing happened. She just kind of, you know, did the little look and, uh, kind of leaned down a little bit and the cop was just <laughs> let her go. And so we get to the point, maybe it was like a, it was actually on Christmas and we're both Jewish so we do like the the Christmas movie thing, yeah. And at the time, it was I think like the uh, the new Anchorman was coming out. Okay. And so I asked her, hey, you know, I don't know if you have plans on Christmas, and if you want to go see a movie, and I'm gonna get two tickets to Anchorman. And again, I went out to her area. I went out to Bethesda, Maryland. Uh, so I bought tickets. And the show, let's say the show, I can't remember exactly. This, let's say the show started at seven thirty. I told her that it started at six forty-five. Like so knowing that so we can go. Exactly, like, just so there'd be, like, in case she was late, she'd be on time. And if she was early, then I'd be like, hey, let's hang out and talk. So, again, 6.45, I arrive, I got, two, I got my two tickets, 6.50, 6.55, you know, it's just the time kind of keeps ticking. And I, like, text my buddy, and I'm like, hey, man, like, this is, you know, I'm dealing with this thing, like, would you have any advice? You know, she was 50 minutes late the first time, it's like 40 minutes late now, and he's like, dude, you gotta have some self-respect. So after about 45 minutes of waiting, the movie was getting started. I was still out in the lobby and she's like, Hey, I'm on my way. I'm, I'm coming up right now. And I was like, fuck it. I went to, um, I went and I got my, I got my money back. I exchanged yeah. the tickets with the, <laughs> with the exception of the, uh, yeah, with the exception of the, uh, of the, you know, transaction fee. Yeah. And I left. And as soon as I'm walking out back to the Metro, I get a text from her. Hey, I'm here. Where are you? And I text her back and I'm like, Hey, like, you were like an hour late again. I kind of feel like I'm being played, but 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 maybe if, if if not, like we can try this again. And then she just went out on a tirade, calling me a coward and a pussy and no self respect. And 
all you know, you know, your mother raised you like that, all that stuff. And she really, really? just kind of, uh, yeah, just unleashed this really dark mean side. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, she's I just mean, essentially, but what it turns out is she's just habitually late. I mean, I, I my theory was that that's possible, but my theory was that she was so pretty that guys didn't usually say no. Probably, so yeah. Could, yeah, so she could kind of just get away with doing it any way she wanted. And it even was kind of obvious when I was like, look, you were like 50 minutes late again. It, it, we were nearer to her house. And she said, well, I was, she, she even said, uh, well, I was cleaning up my place so it looked good for you. Like she kept trying to make it seem yeah, like yeah, I was going to really... For you. Like she's late yeah. because of you. Right, or that like I should be grateful that, you know, she... Uh, you know, did herself up and, and made herself look good. And she did. And I, at the time, I was like, man, I'm really giving something up here. But, I mean, in hindsight, it was um, a bit of a, you know, yeah, it was she a, was a bit unhinged. It sounds unhinged. It's, a, it's, it's funny, actually, because I have a Jewish girlfriend, and she's fucking late for everything. But it's, she's just habitually <laughs> late. Like, when you're telling me, it's like, oh, she just might be a fucking late Jew. Yeah. I mean, you're speaking redundancies. But. I know, well, that's what I'm saying, right? Well, well, you got all mad, and you're just like, because I'm on time for everything. I, I'm always on time for shit, and she's always late for everything. Sounds like me yeah. and you are in the exact same boat. But, yeah, exactly. uh, And I, I do mean, the same thing where I go, like, she'll be like, what time is this thing starting? And I lie to her, and I tell her it's, like, a earlier than it is, because otherwise we won't yep. go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's... Yeah, anyways, good, good stuff, Max. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, man. Dude. Hey, hope to work with you someday. Yeah, of course. Take care, buddy. Yeah. All right, bye. bye. Max, yeah, it sounds like just Jews are Jews be late. Jews be late. Uh, Chad with the super chat. Uh, he says this is the lowest of the low. <laughs> he goes, "Hey, Danny, when are you gonna have Ryan on the show?" I don't know when I'm gonna have Ryan on the show because for the boys cast, we do a Patreon, the boys cast Patreon hang thing that we do once a month where we do Collins as well. So it might be a little too similar, but maybe one day we'll see. You never know. All right, let's get back to the phone lines. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Who am I speaking with? Mies. Mies, how's it going? Good, how have you been? I'm good, um, I'm good. So I, have, I have a it's partial story, partial advice. Okay. Um, so it was, a, it was a girl I was uh, dating a while ago, and I think like most girls, she had like uh, great fantasies. And I she had what, sir? I'm not sure... Rape fantasy. Rape fantasy, okay, yeah. I think that's pretty common, right? Uh, it's, yeah, it is common. It's definitely common. Yeah, so um, the issue is I'm not sure to what, ex- like, to what extent uh, uh, most girls have it. So, for example, for this girl, like, uh, every time we would start hooking up or something, she would, like, start pushing me off and say, like, no or something. And the first time this happens, I, like, complied. And then the next day I found out she was, like, really, like, I mean, not really mad, but she was kind of annoyed, like, why didn't keep going? And then, so the next I mean, Louis C.K. Like, has a joke about that where he was with a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. He's like, what, you think I'm going to, like, take a chance and just rape you? Exactly. Chicks but, are but fucking no, this, insane. Yeah, but but as it went on, because the next time I went a bit further, but, like, it got to the point where I was, like, trying to hook up with her, and she was, like, we were dating, like, boyfriend, girlfriend. It's not, like, this is not, like, a random girl. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I was, like, I, 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 like, I basically, to be able to, like, uh, go somewhat far with her, I would have to, like, push her, like, and update all these attacks and basically, like, not beat her up, but, like, do all this just to hook up with her. I wouldn't do it. So I don't know if most girls are like this and, like, you, like, have to, like, go through a war zone. Most girls are not like that, but I have had experience with one girl who's, like, kind of like that sometimes, and you're just like, I hate this. This sucks. 
Because well, if most. Well, because no guy wants to. What do they want? Yeah, but, and like no guy wants to be like the guy who's like, yeah, I'm super into this. Like, you know, I, like you, I, I don't know. Like, I'm sure there are guys who are, but like mostly you're like, yeah, I'm just if you, this is what you're into, I can fucking play this part. But this is not gonna be like a regular thing. Um, it is, I mean, I would say, like, I mean, what percent of girls do you think have like rape fantasies to some extent? Uh, double digits for sure. I don't know where on the double digits, but I'd say it's not single digits. But I don't. It could. I. I don't know. It's. I don't think it's like more than. I'd say it's less than half. But do you think there's like risk and uh, like executing the fantasies because the girls can like accuse you? I mean, because yes, that's that's if really you're a fucking guy in the year 2022. And this is happening, and you're just like, yeah, if you're crazy if you don't think there's some kind of worry here. I don't know. I mean, I would be concerned. Yeah, so, so what do you do? Well, what's, what's uh, what do you do? You get a contract. It's the least sexy thing possible. <laughs> You'd be like, yo, we're going to fucking write some shit down. I, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, again, 99% of the time it, or even more, it'll be nothing. But, you know, I'm sure there's some people who found themselves in hot water over exactly this because, you, you know, they mis- well, the issue is like ninety nine percent isn't high enough, right? Because like in the one percent chance it does, your life is fucked forever. Yeah, so like it's not- and you're also just like, but I'm really not a rapist. I was, d- I only did this because she's been asking for it. Which yeah, again, that's, that's something like I, I tell you, that's do not that. a defense. That's not a defense yeah. in court. You should be like, Your Honor, she was asking for it, and you're like, Okay, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I don't. I mean, it's not like I want to do it directly, but I mean, I would be willing to do it like for the sex or whatever but then you have the false rape package so it's just a whole mess yeah i mean if it's your girlfriend that's probably pretty safe um well wait no well what if you guys like break up or something and then she has that against you like if there's a breakup that she's not happy i I mean any any girl regardless of if she's into that or not could could accuse you of that i think i don't think that really matters if you were doing that because you know She's straight up. She's lying regardless, right? Like you're worried about her lying and saying you did that. So I don't think that anybody's that precludes. But anybody. I think it's, I think it's easier to lie if like there is some like physical violence that she wants before. Yeah, that. but what do you mean by physical violence here? Just like slapping her? I mean, yeah. I mean, anything. I mean, because even like just slapping could leave like some marks. Like I mean, right after an incident or something. Yeah. Right? Well, I'd say that's a red flag if you're fucking having sex with your girlfriend and then she's taking photo evidence, like photos afterwards of the marks. That's not good. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just you never know if they could like just take the pictures and keep them in case of a bad breakup. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, if that's the relationship you're in, where she's thinking that far ahead, you're you got major problems. Like major, major. Like if you're in a good relationship and that's how she's behaving. Where she goes, yeah, you never know, maybe, like, this isn't going to work out in five years from now, so I just have photos so I can just, like, accuse you of fucking assaulting me. You're like, you got yeah, real problems, this, dude. Yeah, no, no, this was an ex, but mo- most girls I've been with, they, I mean, this one, was, the one I told you was the most extreme, but for most of them, there is, like, some, like, pu- pushing and fighting you have to do, and they like that, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I've, I've definitely been with some like that. Uh, not so much the fighting. I mean, obviously, girls like to get, like, choked and stuff. I don't know. It seems like... That seems pretty garden variety at this point, but uh, yeah, the, the that's a, that's a weird one. But I mean, yeah, if, if she's being like that, you're kind of you're in trouble. I, I've never I've never once met a girl who like enthusiastically consented. Who enthusiast? Uh, really? 
I feel yeah, like maybe, maybe that's just me. <laughs> yeah, that might just be you. I mean, like, I feel like some girls have just pretty been enthusiastic. I, I, I remember like when I was kind of dating, and the weirdest thing is because like when I was kind of just like single and dating, and then you know you'd be with like you know women from here to there, and then most of them would be into choking, and you'd lose track of like which ones were, and then then there'd be one that like wasn't. And then you do it, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And you're like, "Oh shit, sorry, I didn't realize. I forgot that you're not into this." Like, because like, <laughs> you know, like most of them were, but then like the odd one wasn't. And you never. Yeah. Know. I mean, just people are all over the place, I guess. But uh, yeah, that's a, yeah, so, that's so, a wild so, one. Like you, you start choking her. She's like, "What are you doing?" And you're like, "What's wrong with you? You don't want to." Be you, I thought you liked this, and you, oh, you go, oh no, yeah. it's the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't like um, um, okay, thanks. Anyway, for cool. Thanks again. for calling, buddy. Take care. Yeah, bye. bye. Yeah, that was a that's a tough one. Uh, uh, we got a super chat from Stut Joe's Fair Use Baloney Factory. Make sure you have their R fantasies documented in DMs. That's a good thing. Like I said, get it on paper and some. I mean, it's the least sexy thing, but you're like, fuck, if this is it's dangerous. But I mean, that's what they like, is they like the danger. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Yo, Danny P. Yo, what's up? Who am I speaking with? Uh, this is Danny. I'm oh, sorry. Also Danny. Oh, what's up, Danny? Also, yeah, uh, I have a little palate cleanser for you. All right, all right, let's let's uh, let's cleanse the old palate. Um, in tenth grade, a girl broke up with me because apparently I didn't take enough showers. That sucks. Did, yeah, were, were you taking enough showers? I showered twice every single day. And do you think that she just was saying it? Uh, no, I didn't. I well, once I. Uh, once I discovered deodorant, then like that, uh, that definitely changed into the game. Oh, you weren't wearing deodorant as a like fifteen-year-old? Yeah, no, I, I that... didn't even know about it. Oh, where were you living that you didn't know about deodorant? Connecticut. <laughs> Connecticut. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe that's possible that uh, she broke up with you because of that. She could have also just been making that up. Although that is, seems like a weird thing to make up. Yeah, but do you know the worst part? What? Like, the next day, I got called to the principal because she reported me because I called her a bitch afterwards. You called her a bitch in your normal life, like, not at school? She just broke up with you, or you're a bitch for saying you're stinky, and then <laughs> she she reported you? Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, these are just weird things that when you're, like, a fucking teenager, you're like, a lot of that stuff, you just got to be like, yeah, you can't put too much into that. You're like, it's just, nobody knows what's really going on at that time. Yeah, I thought you, it was you like didn't know to wear a deodorant. She didn't know to not do that. It's just shits all over the place. Um, Can I tell you another one about yes. my friend? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, my friend, he got broken up with the night before his big interview, and then during his interview, he cried. No, he didn't. <laughs> and it was like a, a top tier company. It was like easily like three hundred k plus salary. And his girlfriend broke up with him. See, that's the thing, okay? Because she knew about this. Now, I don't want to, like, defend him. Maybe he had it coming to him. Maybe, like, you, like a lot of these times, I feel like it, when, like, you know, you get one side of the thing and you go, you ask the other side. And she's like, yeah, he was a piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. But just, you know he has this huge interview. Just give him the day. <laughs> do it the next day. Yeah, I mean, you probably get good value out of it, too. I'm not even value. You're just like, look, you're breaking up with him anyways. Just like, like you know, I, she must have known that he was probably going to be affected by this emotionally. 
assuming yeah. you know, it was a, whatever boy. It was definitely low value. And he cr- and did he, he didn't get the job, I imagine, or did he get it? No, he uh, he failed. Yeah, that's crying. And like, did like how did he start crying? Did he ever tell you? The fact that he even told you that's pretty wild. <laughs> like, dude, if I had yes. fucking botched an interview making that much money and I was uh, yeah, I started crying. Like, that would take that to the grave. It'd be me and the interviewer, <laughs> and nobody would ever know that ever again. <laughs> yeah interesting how yeah. he like just let that let that out some people I mean, are more open though some people will just tell they'll do these super embarrassing things and they'll just want to go tell everybody i don't know some people just that's how they process it i guess maybe he was vulnerable maybe i mean he obviously was quite vulnerable but um well she broke up with him because like he wouldn't satisfy her rape fantasies oh for, uh, actually or are you just joking now no, I'm just joking uh, from okay. the previous. Yeah, day. well, that's what that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I figured. Um, all right, cool. Thanks for calling, everybody. Appreciate it. See ya. All right, bye. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, an interesting one. We got someone. Are people trying to call in from Europe? I don't know how to figure out Europe. I don't know how to figure that out for people to be able to call in from Europe. Although we had we did have a European caller, but we can do WhatsApp. Thanks for calling, Low Valley Mail. Who am I speaking with? Oh, hello, hello, Danny, I made it through. Yeah, you made it through. Who am I speaking with? Uh, Doesn't have to, you don't uh, have to give your call name. Call me Angleshot. Call you what? It's perfect. Uh, Angleshot. Angleshot. All right, that's a cool one. I don't know what that's a reference to yeah. at all. Um, what's up? So what's your uh, what's your dating uh, horror story? Uh, world of work. Oh, man, my dating horror story. Okay, well, I mean, it's the like most horror stories. You know, it can't be horror the whole time. No. You know, it was actually... Pretty, pretty good, but there there were some warning signs, some flags. Okay, <laughs> there's always um, flags. Uh, when I, yes, yes, some are high, waving in the wind, and some are like down below decks. Okay, <laughs> this one was high, waving in the wind. All right. So, uh, uh, she, uh, I, uh, we were friends earlier in life, and wound up dating for a quick second. We broke up, pretty bad terms. Didn't see each other for like seven years. Then out of nowhere, she comes to the house party that my band's playing at. And, you know, classic movie shit from across the room. We meet eyes. It's like, wow, holy shit, I'm a retard now. And uh, so that part's great. But the the first flag was that she was in town because she had, like, an 80-year-old boyfriend that paid her to hang out with her. Did you say 80? Yeah. Okay. So oh, yeah. So it's like a sugar daddy. Yeah, maybe, maybe, like, 78 or something. But, I mean, I his wrinkled lumpy visage and the shadows like looking over her from the pictures of her in like Cancun and shit. Okay. Yeah, he looked yeah. 80 for okay. sure. All right. I so, mean, I don't want to hate on him because if I was time. a single 80 year old, probably that's what I'd be up to too. But Oh my God, dude, he was living the life. Exactly. I'm like, that, it's hard to hate on sure. him because I'm like, that's what I'd be up to. Oh no, 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 not at all. And it's yeah. like, uh, I don't want to get too specific, but like he invented something to do with parking garage lights. And it, like, saved a bunch of manufacturing costs and stuff. I mean, really cool guy, honestly. All right, yeah, sounds badass. Um, but anyway, yes, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, it was so, really, so. real cool the way that he was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so things are going good. And uh, I'm from the Midwest. I'm sure you can tell by my thick accent. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, and she was living in New York or whatever, so I went to, like, go visit her for two weeks. But uh, that turned into what was supposed to be the rest of my life, uh, living in Brooklyn. Okay. And, uh, what do you mean was supposed to be like her hobbies life? were? Uh, what do you mean? Oh, you know, like we were like 
totally smitten. And you're like, uh, you're like, no I'm moving, you're like, I'm moving, thing. yeah, but you're like, we're living together, we're in love, like, um, we're going to stay to be together forever kind of thing. I'm moving. Yeah, forever. yeah, yeah. We'll just find a way to, right, right. Gotcha. And, you know, it's like I was sanding pan- panels in the Midwest, you know, and it was like wintertime and shit. I wasn't too thrilled about going back anyway, Yeah, to be honest, but it did start off as the plan, but plans changed. And, uh, like, some of her hobbies included, like, uh, combat sports, like martial arts. Okay. And she had this weird, like, uh, I remember one time she had a, we caught a, a mouse. I don't think it was a full-blown rat. It was just a mouse in a rat trap. And uh, it was just squirming around a bit. And so she used one of those, like, claw picker-upper things, like, for short people that can't reach stuff. Yeah, yeah, my bodega. And she's holding it under the, under the water of the toilet or whatever. She drowned and she turns it? to me and just with the weirdest... Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it was like screaming kind of and stuff. And she turned to me with a weird look in her eyes and she was like, I like to watch the bubbles go up. So that's... I think that's flag Ooh. two, three. <laughs> that's... <laughs> oh, fuck. I would not sleep well that night if it was like you're there and you're like, oh, shit, that's... That's wild. <laughs> Uh, well, she was a queen eight and a half, so like even when they do crazy shit, it's still kind of. Oh, of course, of course, yeah, you know, but just that the way she said it. <laughs> just, uh, anyway, so then what happened? Oh yeah, so like five years, five years go by, you know, and it's like I've I've started a whole new career and like things are going well or whatever, but then uh, uh, she breaks up with me, but I'm I'm the probably the clingy one, I would imagine, of the two. But you, you, know, were, like, living, you were living in New York for five years? Yep, yep, oh, yep, yep, yep. Oh, okay, yeah. So she... And, you know, it was cool. It was all right. Yeah. Like, she, uh... Oh, man. So she... Bre- so, 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 so she... was taking that giant hit. Uh, oh, it's all oh. good. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, so she breaks up with you, and did you ever <laughs> see any sort of other, like... Like signs, like about the the killing the mouse, like the drowning of the mouse. Like, was there other stuff like that in the five years? Um, well, I'm trying. Like, mostly like the strange, cruel glee she would take from like her karate lessons or whatever. Okay. And did that translate like to uh, your se- sexually? Like, did she like crazy stuff like that? Uh, I mean, nothing. No, nothing too. Like she wasn't any. Like she wasn't like puncher in the so face. She, I, oh no 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 no! Not not during sex. No. Okay. Not during sex. Okay. I mean, she, she definitely lit me up a few times. Knocked my glasses clean off, and yeah. So we break up, and I, I'm going to move out. I'm packing up all my stuff. My ride's there, and uh, I slept in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, she like wanted her motorcycle to the shop. And the tow was too expensive. So they tie her fucking motorcycle to the back of, of a car. And she's, like, skiing, like, behind a boat, but with a motorcycle. Yeah. yeah with yeah. it. And, uh, surprise, something went wrong. And she, like, broke one of her bigger leg bones or something. Aye. And so I stayed for a whole nother month after she had broken up with me. And just worked my ass off to, to cover her half of the, the rent or whatever. That's that's the sort of simp that I was. Yeah, very sad. That is sad. It seems I mean, whatever. It's nice, nice little yeah, and, uh, gesture. Indeed, indeed, and it's like it's twisted because, like, even now, like, at, yeah, as a friend, you know, it's not like I'm devoid of of care for her or whatever. But 
it's uh it was just a really really long grift yeah that's like how not, that's how you felt this is just a super long grift that's sad um, well, I mean, she had the eighty-year-old dude the whole time. Wait, oh, the, oh, yeah. she had the, so why uh, can the eighty-year-old like, dude pay her for her half of the fucking rent? I forgot about the eighty-year-old dude. Why couldn't he pay for half of her rent? Oh yeah, she like um, she like had this weird pride thing where like nobody knew about the secret old dude boyfriend. Yeah, and she like uh, wait, and so she would have sex with him? Like, and she? Oh, guaranteed, absolutely. Throughout your whole relationship, the five years you were together, she was having sex with this 80-year-old man occasionally for money. Yeah, like, uh, kind, of, kind of like the National Guard. Like, a weekend a month and two weeks a year. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I would be like, yo, you've been fucking this guy for five years. Like, let him pay for it. I'm going back to wherever the fuck. Like, uh, that, that would have been it. I, I, it would have been difficult. For, yeah, it would have been difficult for me to keep her in the, the quality of life she was accustomed to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. That's understandable. Um, yeah, that's a wild story. Anyways, all right, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it, man. Dude, thanks for letting me rant, man. No problem. Take care, buddy. Yep, later. Bye. That is a weird one. Uh, we got a super chat from Matt Nui. He says, I botched a sick union job because of a crushing breakup. Turns out down the road, the job sucked anyways, and I still keep tabs with the girl. Why do you keep tabs with her? That seems not necessary, um, but... Anyways, that was a weird one. Yeah, why didn't the fuck... I forgot that there was this 80-year-old dude. I go, why didn't he pay for that shit? That's what he's there for. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hey, Dave. It's Jared. Hey, what's up, Jared? How's it going, buddy? Uh, pretty good. I, I have a few stories for this topic. Yeah, I bet you do, <laughs> dog. I'm trying to keep them short. <laughs> um, all right, so... This one sticks in me because it was the second girl I ever slept with. This was, uh, I was like 19 in college. Okay. Um, this was like in the MySpace days, and we were in like a, the same MySpace group, and then we found out we lived near each other. Like, okay, cool. So we, we, we met up, went to this house party, and, you know, it was college. We just started making out, and then we ended up having sex. Um, we were drunk. Obviously, but she's like, do you have a condom? I was like, yeah, okay. And then she like climbs on top of me and it was my second time having sex. So it didn't last very long. Yeah. But, uh, she goes home, everything seems cool. And she just kind of ghosts me and, you know, I forgot about it. But then like a couple weeks later, I meet somebody who's also in the group. Um, a guy, like or a girl? guy, a friend. Yeah. And he's like, oh, wait, are you this like, we found out we're in the same group. So, like, oh, you, dude, uh, I won't say her name, is saying that, like, you basically raped her. Like, what? So she's going around saying that I I raped her. Or I didn't. I basically raped her. Yeah, which is, there's, I don't think there's a basically. Yeah. And, like, she climbed on top of me. So it was, like, the complete opposite situation. So yeah. that was, that was fun, because I had to, like, and then whatever came, I what happened like, with that? Yeah, I don't know, like, where that, like, for the next year, I was, like, paranoid that people thought that I was a rapist. Yeah. Because I didn't know, like, who she spread this rumor to. And why do you think she did it? Like, was I it, have no fucking idea. Like, where she just regretted it, so then she's like... I, yeah, I, I think me? it was just regret. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's, I mean, it's just so, crazy, because you're like, it could destroy your fucking life. Yeah. Like, yeah. totally like, not, destroy it. Yeah. It was, it was bad. Yeah. I, like, I was a wreck. I was like, what the fuck's going to happen to me? Like, Yeah. And did you talk to her about it? Did you try and be like, yo, why are you... I tried to, and then she said, I don't want to talk to you. I'm like, 
uh, okay. <laughs> Damn. And I, I figured, like, I don't want to push it because then it'll yeah, exactly. You, crazy, dude. Yeah, exactly. You just kind of have to, like, let it go and then just hope nothing comes of it. Yeah. Um, let's see. I have another one where I was uh, I was living in Korea for two years. So I was teaching English. Okay. Um, met this girl on MySpace. Uh, man, you're fucking busy on MySpace. Hey, man, it was the golden era. I never even got on. In MySpace, like, I remember it happened, and then I was like, uh, I was ha- kind of not on there, and then it was gone by the time I even considered getting on there. MySpace and Facebook, like, when I first started, were amazing. Yeah, I never like, I never had a MySpace account. I never had oh, one. man. Yeah. But uh, so you're in Korea, yeah? Yeah, so I met this girl. Um, we exchanged photos, and this was back when you had to, like, get a camera, take a photo, scan it. You know, so uh, she lived in another city, so I, I made plans to meet her, took a train over, met up with her. She's fucking super hot. Um, nice. Then we, uh, we start talking, seems into me, and we go to a bar. She's Korean? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I speak Korean, too. Like, I learned how to speak it, so. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and then... She's like, oh, hey, my friends are here. And they come to sit at the table, right? And then they're all drinking on our date. And then she gets up to go to the bathroom and disappears with her friends and leaves me with a $300 bill as a 23-year-old guy with no fucking money. No way. It was just a scam? I don't know. It seems uh, like it might have been a scam. I got, it could have been a scam or it could have been just like, I don't feel like, I like could have been a scammer. She could have just been a bitch, right? Yeah, but like were things weird? Like was anything going bad or anything? No, like that was what threw me off. Because like, like I could, I could see like skipping. Well, I couldn't see like skipping out of the bill, but I could. I'd be fine if it just weren't into me, right? Yeah, of course. Just whatever. That's just how it is. So yeah, maybe maybe it was a scam because she was pretending to be into me. Yeah, it sounds like it's a scam. Yeah, there was. I mean, I got scammed for this. I talked about it recently somewhere. Boys cast maybe, but about the I got t scammed in Beijing where they tried to ding us for like I don't know, and it's a pretty well, common yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, where they like you know they 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 kind of just like this young couple and they just wanted to speak. They're like, oh, can we just practice our English? And then they started acting like our tour guides, and we we're like, oh, they're so nice. And then took us to this fucking t scam thing and. You know, trying to say it was a thousand dollars or something for like a few cups of tea. It's pretty ridiculous. But yeah, it sounds like you got scammed. Uh, so I, I feel like sometimes too, like the actual like bar and restaurant might be in on it as well. You know, I don't like this was a pretty like popular bar. It wasn't oh, okay, it wasn't like that. Yeah. I don't get why you I can't think... just be like, look, I'm like I'm on the hook for you know one sixth of this bill. I don't know why I have to pay for this whole thing. They're the ones who fucking left on the bill. Well. Probably tough. Probably tough. Con- probably tough to convince yeah. them, though. Yeah, it's like, uh, well, someone still drinks three hundred dollars of liquor, so someone has to pay. <laughs> right, right, right. Damn, that sucks. Um, and then let me think. I have another one that was pretty bad. Uh, also in Korea, um, met this girl in person, uh, not online. Okay. Uh, we, and. I just met her on the street. I think I was asking her for directions, and then she seemed kind of interested. So I was like, hey, you want to hang out later? You know, and we got coffee. The coffee date went fine. And then we, we agreed to meet for dinner. And that was like a two or three weeks later. We go to dinner, and she brings her mom. Woo! That's a weird yeah. one. She brought her mom? Yeah. 
Is that yeah, like a... And I wasn't, like, I was like, why is your mom here? It's like, oh, yeah, she just wants to, to, to know you. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, is is there any sort of kind of uh, like, were you at all being like, maybe this is like a cultural thing? I guess you lived no, there no. for a while. You're like, this, they don't do this. No, like, I, it, it wasn't even my Korean friends thought that was fucking insane. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, that's, that's weird. I've never heard of that. And the weird thing was, her mom didn't talk to me at all. She just sat there. Just observing. The whole time, in silence. Did you at all think there was a potential three-way with the mom on the table? Uh, even for a moment, mom was not attractive, so ah, I was so not into it. Yeah, yeah that's fucking weird. <laughs> well, if the mom was hot, I might have like at least had to. I would have at least had like a fantasy going. To, yeah, like, you would have had something to, yeah. to kind of sustain you through this awkward ass date. But yeah, yeah if you lose right, that, then yeah. nothing. Um, all right, cool. Thanks, Jared. Thanks for calling, buddy. Yeah, I take it right. Yeah, that's weird. The mom showing up for the date. We got another super chat from Matt Nui again. An old friend came back into town and revealed she likes me and is down to fuck. She's cute, but I feel I've been too busy lately to meet up. How do I proceed? Stop pretending like you're too busy to meet up. Go. What do you mean how you proceed? Give her a shout and say like, yo, let's go grab a drink somewhere. It's easy. Just grab a drink. Say hi. You know, meet up. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Danny, it's Wallaby. What's up, buddy? Wallaby. How's it going, man? Great show tonight, man. Oh, thanks, dude. Yeah, all the stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hey, going on. I want to follow up that guy because I've also got some stories of uh, dating horrors in Korea. Dating horrors? Horrors. Okay. Maybe some horrors, too. But yeah, yeah. Well, just, I, I, I thought you were stories. saying horrors, but horrors is the type of word where if you kind of say it a little I would have to tell lazily those stories at the end. on the Patreon. I yeah, probably yeah, could yeah. tell those stories. Yeah, here. that'll be its own own episode on the Patreon. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so go for it. So, so you Korea. I'd, yeah. A buddy of mine, the same thing happened to him where he met a girl on MySpace because we're MySpace was a thing when I was there and like from 06 to 09. Yeah. He met a Korean girl on MySpace and yeah, he met her at a bar and there's like a bunch of her friends and yeah, they all dipped on him and he was stuck with the bill. Yeah. So that's same just, that's just thing. a scam. It's just like the tea thing. Because yep. With the tea thing, I remember I met someone in line at a McDonald's and they were like the same thing. And then in the YouTube comments of the episode, when I told them on the boys cast, someone in the comments was like, yeah, this happened to me too. So I guess they just figure out their scams and they go, you want to come to our country? We're going to scam the shit out of you. I also met a girl once on MySpace and she told me she was 18 and we went to like you probably have you ever heard of the DVD room? I've heard of I've heard the term. It's like what karaoke? Well, they have a karaoke room, but then the DVD room is kind of like that, but it's smaller, but it's like big enough just to have a big couch and a big screen TV that basically you can fuck in. Oh, okay, no, I've not heard that. Yeah, and so uh, like that was like an easy date because like it was just like ten bucks because it was like the cost of like the DVD, right. and then and you just you watch know, a movie. You just watch like a bootleg movie. No, you rent it from the guy. There's like a guy at a counter. So it's like a movie rental store, but then they also have like private screening rooms essentially, but a lot of people go and fuck in there. Oh, okay. That's cool. But you can also get beer and shit. Yeah, it's pretty fucking chill actually. Um, but yeah, we so like we went like, I don't know, two, three times and like we never actually like hooked up. I think we went karaoke one time and it was always with their friends. There's a lot of times like that where it's with their friends and like it was like you were supposed to pay the money. But, like, I never had chicks run off on me. It was just like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'll fucking pay for it. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm 20 years old and I don't fucking know any better. And I have, like, more money than I even understand. You know what I mean? In the army. Because they pay for everything. And they also give you, like, $35,000 a year. Right. You know? so, right, right. Gotcha. Um, 
But then uh, after the third time we went out, she told me she was 16, and I've never fucking ran out of a place faster in my life. Uh, yeah, you don't you don't want to yeah. uh, hear that on a date, probably. What's the laws well, in Korea, though? Well, it doesn't matter if you're in the army anywhere in the world. It's 18. Oh, it really? That's matter. just an army yeah. rule? Yeah. And you could just get... And that's what, like a dishonorable discharge? If you get... Well, you lose rank. I don't think you get discharged, but yeah, you'd lose rank over it. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, I also... Um, my general experience with Korean women was, yeah, there was how much money can we get the American to spend and what will they get us to buy? Just I mean, that's just general. my that's just my general uh, experience with women in period. Well, I didn't have that experience with the Filipino women I dated. Oh, over really? There. Yep, they were really more interested in like hanging out with me and just like getting to know me and stuff. Huh? It's interesting I, how, how like not to say that I didn't have I did have one Filipino girlfriend that ended up you know fleecing me for money like that, but that was my first Filipino girlfriend after I stopped dating Korean chicks. Interesting, right? Yeah. So, so I, I mean, I guess, I, guess you, I got smart. Yeah, you just gotta have, you just gotta be aware of that stuff, I guess. But you know, you don't want to be too cynical because then you might kind of uh, d- deter the ones who might actually not be into that kind of stuff. Like you might kind of put them off. But hey, uh, no joke. yeah, interesting. All right, cool. Thanks for calling, Wallaby. Appreciate it. See you, buddy. Take care, bye. Yeah, sounds like it's a goddamn landmine out there in Korea. I, you know what? I I bet that. I wonder how that became a thing in Korea where people were just like, yeah, you just fleece Americans. You, you, you know, you just get one hot chick in your crew and then some American will just fucking take you out all out of the night on the town. Thanks for calling Low Valley Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hey, man. My name's Corey. Hey, how's it going, Corey? Oh, I'm doing well, buddy. How are you doing? I'm well. I'm well. It's having a fun, fun episode tonight. Uh, you got any uh, crazy stories? What do you got? Oh, yeah. So... This is the end of one relationship uh, onto an Amtrak trip and then, you know, bringing a chick to my dad's place for like three months. Okay. Okay. So, I'm with my high school girlfriend for like five years, man. We're like 21. We split up briefly. She moves in with my mom. In the same... She moves in with your mom? Yeah, she moves in with my fucking mom, dude. Why? Like, did your mom have like a... Room to rent? Oh, my mom's a crazy cunt as well. So. Oh, gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, one night, man, I'm playing World of Warcraft, you know? It's fucking, like, 2011, whatever. Yeah. And uh, this bitch gets hammered. I mean, this bitch used to get so hammered, Danny. She'd piss the fucking bed, man. Damn. This is This is brutal shit. This is alcoholism developing at a young age. It's... It's a miracle to see. <laughs> okay. I hear this weird metal tapping on my door. I open that thing up, which is a bad call. And there's this five-foot-tall broad, and she just swings a T-ball bat down at my head. Get my arm in the way, man. Snag that bat from her. She runs out to the street, starts screaming, He's got drugs in the house! He's got drugs in the fucking house! Oh, nice. Hammered, barefoot, half-naked in the fucking street. And why? And you, you know why? Oh, dude, she just hammered. She's she just, just hammered. psychopath. Yeah, she's just yeah, like, like blacked out, kind of like she's just like. Oh yeah, yeah, like like delusional, <laughs> oh, no. nonsensical garbage, man. And you know, I'm like, well, okay, I don't care how long I've been with somebody. I don't date narcs. So, made up an excuse to go visit my dad. 
It's like, oh yeah, no, my dad's real sick. Oh, did no, you did not. you have drugs in the house? Oh fuck yeah, I had yeah, drugs yeah. In the house. Okay, so that's not cool of her. <laughs> no, not at all, dude. Get in the house. But, but you're not together at this point. Oh no, uh, well, I mean, I'm kind of. I'm yeah, you know, she's living with my mom. I'm right. dealing with it. And wait, are you living with your mom? No. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no. She's having sleepovers at my apartment. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. That's fucking weird. Um, all right. So, so she's hit, swings a bat at you, and she's on the street. And then what happens? Oh man, I, I packed up my stuff at the apartment that night. You know, she's with my mom at this point. Like, had my mom come and pick her up barefoot in the street before I got arrested. You got arrested. No, but I mean, I'm like three blocks. Oh, but you're, oh, you're assuming you're kind of like assuming that that's yeah. I'm assuming like I mean, the police know who I am. Like, I grew up in a town of twenty thousand people. It's gotcha. Yeah. So I buy an Amtrak ticket that night. Talk to my dad. Four days later, I'm on an Amtrak, and uh, notice this chick get on one point, like Nebraska. And we're riding through somewhere in Wyoming, like, I strike up a conversation with her, start talking to her. Now, I haven't told the chick back home that I'm not coming back. You know, she believes we're dating. Because <sighs> it's just easier that way. Yeah. And I end up talking to this chick, man, and it gets to a point where you know, we're fucking, like, dry humping on this Amtrak train, trying to find somewhere to fuck. There's nowhere to fuck on the Amtrak. Yeah, yeah, it's not a good spot. I'm not, I'm not paying $1,000 for a bedroom. That's insane. No, no. So, it's just 10 hours of furious public dry humping until we get to where we're going. She's getting off at the same stop. She's got like a nine over nine hour layover in the town where I'm stopping. Okay. Took her home and she didn't leave for like three months. She took her to your dad's place. Yep. And then she just stayed with, and you just stayed with her for three months. Yep. And then and so she, she just kind of became your girlfriend. Oh yeah. We started dating and she, she was native American. So she, yeah, it's the only time in my life as a white dude I've been told, like, no, nah, I can't date this dude, he's white. Yeah. So she gets money for being in a tribe and all this. And essentially her parents are like, oh, we're going to cut you off if you don't come back from California with this white boy. And uh, fucking yeah, I haven't talked to her in like nine, ten years. Damn, that's that's a weird story. And what happened with the original one? How long did she live with your mom for? Oh, I, uh, she's addicted to meth out in Iowa somewhere. I don't know what's going on. Oh, okay, so it's a happy ending for you then. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm married now, man. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a kid on the way. I'm doing oh, well now. Nice, nice. Congrats, dude. Yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. that's a wild ass story, dude. That's a that's a that's a weird one. <laughs> well, I'm glad it worked out for the most part because. Hey, man, you know, you find a good way to get out. You know, okay. if you can get a good exit, fellas, do it. Yeah, that's that's very good advice right there. All right, thanks for calling in, dude. Yeah, have a good one. Bye. Yeah, that's a wild one. Uh, by the way, shout out to Wallaby. He just dropped a super chat. He goes, I forgot to plug my new rant on my uh, my new rant podcast. It's on my page here. I also made an RSS feed. Nameless Wallaby. Go check him out. Wallaby's a good dude. He's been uh, OG of the uh, Low Value Mail podcast. He was he was here from day motherfucking one. So uh, go check out his podcast. Uh, he's a good dude. Uh, Nameless Wallaby on YouTube. And it's got an RSS feed and all that shit. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? How's it going? Good. How are you? <laughs> I'm well. I'm well. Who am I speaking with? Uh, I'm Zach. I what was that? Zach. 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 How's it going, Zach? Good. Good. Zach from yeah, the I chat. Got, I got. What is it? Zach from the chat or no? No, no, not from the chat. Okay, cool. Um, how's it, <laughs> how's it going? 
Good, good. I got a couple, a uh, couple quick ones for you. Um, the uh, well, one, uh, I'm like, a, I'm an addict in recovery uh, from opiates and heroin and whatnot. I got a record. I got a long record. Okay. Uh, all all drugs. Yeah, yeah, like selling drugs and shit. But it's been it's been eight years since my last conviction. Nice. So good for you. But this was you know a long time ago. But <clears throat> so I had a uh, uh, me and my kid's mom had split apart, and I but I was sober. And because of my record, it's like fucking it's impossible for me to find anywhere decent to live. Right? <laughs> like yeah, out outside of the ghetto, I can't have an apartment in my name. So like I've always had to have like a girlfriend or whatever. So after me and my kids' mom split, I moved back home with my parents while I got my shit together. And one day I came home, I just bought like a fucking uh, 60-inch TV. I'd been clean for about a year, been doing great. And my sister had her friends over, and her friend's mom was there, or one of the friend's uh, mom was there, and she was so fucking hot. <laughs> like, dude, uh, she was so bad. And, you know, like I ended up fucking just, uh, you know, like I hit on her and asked her for... Asked her out. She's probably twenty years older than me at the time. How old were well, you? Uh, let's see. I would have been probably twenty, probably twenty-five. Okay, and she was forty-five. All right. Yeah. So I'm thirty-two now. Uh, turning uh, thirty-three in August. So yeah, I was probably about twenty-five. She's about forty-five. <clears throat> but she was a hot blonde, you know, cool mom type. Like my parents are cool. Always let us like. You know, like, I'd always be able to, like, have my friends over and shit. Like, my parents smoke weed. Like, but that's the extent of it. Okay. But anyway, so I go on this date with her. And and she, like, seemed totally normal, to totally cool. They always do. So <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And then, uh, so I pick her up. And then we go to the restaurant. We I take her to the steakhouse. And, like, not even halfway into dinner... She starts kind of slurring her words, <laughs> and, and we're not even drinking. And and uh, she's slurring her words, and like um, like I could just and her I see her eyes and her her uh, pupils are pinpoint, so I can tell that she's on opiates, which is my one hundred percent downfall. Like I cannot be near them. I can do anything else, yeah, but don't but, fucking get me near. Yeah, don't get me near opiates, or or I'm you know shit's going off. I'm going to prison. Right, right. I mean, at least right. you recognize that. That's that's a good good thing. To <laughs> right, and uh, and then you know she's like, and just she, and then she gets up and goes to the bathroom. She's in there for like fucking twenty minutes, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is bad. Like I like I, I you know I realized like I gotta get I gotta get out of this situation. Um, and and honestly, and she was kind of and she, she started getting really annoying too. So like I wasn't even having fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it was easy out. But she she comes out of the bathroom. She's hanging all over me and and whatever. And then uh, and and she's just <laughs> she's like uh uh if, if she's like if you don't fuck me tonight we're over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> yeah. And so then so I go to take her home and. I'm planning on just like being a gentleman and I, I like, I don't know, like I was kind of like, like bitching out on like, like just being like direct with her. Yeah. And I to just kind of like, just weasel my way out of the situation, you know? Just kind of make an so, excuse or whatever. And... Right, right. So I was like, no, no, I really like you. I don't want to screw it up. Like, you know, like, like, let me call you tomorrow and this and that. 
And then she makes this fucking huge scene. She gets out of my truck, makes this huge scene. Her son comes out, which is friends with my sister, <laughs> and she's screaming. And all the all the neighbors are like, I mean, the neighbors are asleep or whatever, but like, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, like they could be able to potentially hear or whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, what's, was, what's she yelling uh, about? Just the fact that you weren't going to come in with her? Oh yeah, that 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 uh, that she wasn't. Or she's like, "What? Well, I'm not good enough for you," and blah blah blah. And then she was like, like. Uh, Calling me a player and shit, it's like we haven't even done anything. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you're like I'm not a player. This is the opposite, <laughs> right? And, uh, so uh, you know, I mean, you know, in that story, I just had, I had to fuck. I, I fucking got in my truck. I just fucking turned it on and, and started the truck and fucking just booked it out of there. But you know, like I was trying to like not fuck up, considering she's. Yeah. Or the you know my sister's connection. <laughs> yeah, I mean whatever. Yeah. Like you know, well, you have a pretty reasonable explanation there. <laughs> like you know, considering your history, you're just like you. You probably did the right thing there. Uh, I don't know what else you could have really done. You're probably not going right. to like be reasoning with her at that point. Like, right. just got to get right. the fuck out of there and you know maybe do the thing in the morning. Right, and then the, uh, the next one is uh, my fault. I'm probably the uh, motherfucker that was the biggest fault there, but uh, I worked with this girl. I, I worked at a, I was a chef at a Japanese steakhouse, and like I, I've never dated any girls that like had drug history, like me or anything like that. Okay. Um, and I was like, like my last relationship was with a girl. Um, uh, she goes to Joffrey. I don't know if you know where Joffrey's at. No, in, I don't. In Manhattan. No. It's in Manhattan. It's Joffrey Ballet School. No, I never heard of it. In Manhattan on the Upper West Side. Okay. But, um, but like, I, what I'm saying is, like, I've dated, like, some, some goody tissue girls, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, there was this girl I worked with, but I just knew, like, man, like, she was out of my league. Like, she was just too, too goody tissues. But, like, I really wanted to go for it. And then one night at work, uh, we're all supposed to go out and get drinks, and she's supposed to come. And so I was like, this is it. This is my moment. So I go out to the bar with them, and we're all drinking. She doesn't show up. But her mom does. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you're fucking mom magnet, dude. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> her mom uh, worked at a different restaurant. But all the restaurants were owned by the same people, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so her mom shows up, and, you know, next thing I know, I'm fucking making out with her mom on the pool table. <laughs> and then, and where was she? Well, she just didn't come? She, did, <laughs> she just didn't come. <laughs> all right. And so and you, then, you ended up hooking up with the mom? I ended up hooking up with the mom, went to the mom's house. Which is her house right as well. There. Her house as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Stayed the night there, and then when I walked down in the morning, walked down the steps, there she was making fucking breakfast. Oh my god, that must have been so awkward, dude. That, yeah, I didn't, like I didn't. I didn't say a thing. She didn't say a thing. She just looked at me with wide eyes, like she had no idea, like that that had happened or whatever. I'm like. I'm just a work acquaintance, and here I am in her living room. Just came down <laughs> from her mom's bedroom. <laughs> Damn, yeah. that's a wild one. All right, cool. Thanks for calling. In. I appreciate it. Those, uh, those yeah. are good ones. All right, take it. <laughs> all right, bye. Damn, fucking mom magnet. He is. He's, the moms love him. 
Um, that would be so awkward, though, walking down those steps. And then, oh, yeah, it's not an episode without this guy. It's not an episode without this guy. What's up, Chad? How you doing, buddy? I'm good. How you doing, Danny? I'm good. I'm excellent. I was waiting for you to call. Yeah, man, I was trying to get through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, cool, buddy. How are uh, <clears throat> how are things? By the way, you know what? I, I'm gonna put this out there. If you're like, if you want to call in and you're like a patron or whatever, just text the line and I'll call you. I'll, we'll give priority to the to the supporters and whatnot. But anyways, how's, how's it going? Man, I'm good, man. I'm tough, man. Look, all right. So I I have a whole bunch of. <laughs> Not a whole bunch of data stories, but I I don't necessarily want to get into them at all. Okay, none of them. Oh no! Blink, blink twice if Miss Chad's beside you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see? Yeah, yeah, I saw. I saw. I saw. Um, yeah, no, so, that's cool. Look, man, there's a there's a uh, there's a seldom. I I don't know if y'all talked about it last week, but. Uh, and I don't know if I heard you or Ryan talking about it at all, but my, what about this twerking senator that we I got saw, out here? I saw that. I've, I keep seeing it getting meme. the one who's like doing the handstand. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen it. I don't know. It's, it's, it's one of those things that it's like, it's kind of funny. Is she, where's she a senator from? Not a big state, right? She is from Rhode Island. Rhode Island. So she's like the tiniest state. Right. I don't so know. You, Peter Griffin voted for, you know. <laughs> it's one of those things where you're like, it's just Rhode Island's so inconsequential. No offense to anybody from Rhode Island. But uh, where you go, I don't know. It, right. it, it kind of is a ridiculous thing. But did she do it? She did it as a, as a sitting senator? Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah, she's a sitting senator uh, going up for re-election, as far as I know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know what? If it's if it's so bad, then she won't get reelected, I guess. I, I see stuff like that, but then, like you know, you see the stuff with like Hunter Biden smoking crack, and you're just like, I don't know, man. The the the, the lines have become blurred. Like the it used to be, politicians were this like crazy high standard, where like the tiniest little gaffes, you know, and like that was it for you. Right. And then now it's just like I don't know. They get away with so much that they didn't. Used to be able to get away with. So I don't know. Maybe you know what? Maybe she's shrewd and she goes like, "I actually know my base pretty well. This is this is going to put me over the top to win." I don't know. I mean, all her comments after she did it has pretty much been like she's doubling down. Like she might. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. I saw her doubling down, being like, "Yeah, what's what's wrong with this?" You know. But I don't know. I mean, I'll tell you what. If uh, if she wins, then we get to see maybe like AOC on a stripper pole, and that's a win for everybody. So. Nah, hey man, <laughs> nah, man, yeah, that's that's all I really had, I guess, man. I don't know. I might call back for the Patreon. Yeah, 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 call back for the Patreon if you got anything you want to add that you know maybe you don't want to air out in public. Um, but anyways, cool. Thanks for calling, in, buddy. All right, no problem. Take, take care. That was Chad, everybody. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh. Zach, I got you. Um, what's going on here? Oh, we got a call. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Oh, we lost them. What happened there? Hello. Thanks for calling Hey, Low how's Mail. it going? Hey, what's up? Hey, I guess I got lucky. Yeah, you got lucky. You made it through. Who am I speaking with? Okay, this is Jim. Jim, how's it going, Jim? Good, good, good. You got any uh, dating horror stories? 
Oh yeah, yeah. Let me tell you about my ex. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's uh, are, am I live right now? Or how's it yes, work? yes. You are live. You are live. Oh. Uh, I would like to say just uh, for people who are watching because we had a little incident a few weeks ago where somebody gave yeah. their full name. And then yeah. they were drunk. They gave their full name, even though I didn't hear their full uh, name. But I went and re-listened, and they—it's really vague. You could hear them give their full name. And then I oh. had all these voicemails being like, "Yo, can you delete my whole segment from the show?" And I can't delete. Uh, like I can't. Uh, like YouTube Live does not let you. Um, like it has an editing tool, but if you edit it, then the whole live chat goes away for, so, so then I couldn't edit it. I couldn't do anything. All I did was I bleeped out his name on like, if you, if you're an audio listener, I bleeped it. So anyways, just if you're listening, don't give information that you don't want fucking out there. Okay, I got some information for you. You can call me Jimmy Hardigan. How about that? Just don't give your fucking, (laughs) just don't give your last name. Well, it's a fake and gay name anyway. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm saying he gave his like he gave his first and last name. I'm like, why <sighs> is that necessary? Not uh, not necessary. Not no, necessary. No. The whole point is this is like kind of anonymous. Yeah. Well, okay. Let me tell you a quick dating story. It was really awful. Nice. Um, I was this was boy, this is back in 2010, and um, this is my ex girlfriend. You know, we almost got married. And, um, kind of crazy story, like we were actually doing pretty good, and then one day the condom broke, and then, well, she got pregnant, and I said, alright, well, let's move in together, let's get married. And, uh, she was pregnant for a while. Okay. And then, uh, it didn't work out, you know, she had a lot of problems with all that, and turns out, um, she was gonna die from the pregnancy, you oh, know? Wow. Oh yeah, it was a tubal pregnancy, as oh, you call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, yeah. It's like the, <laughs> well, it's it was, like the whole what they keep talking about with uh, the ectopic or whatever. Like, is that what that is? Yep, ectopic, aka tubal pregnancy, is stuck in the tube. You know that that little uh, fetus is like, uh-uh, I'm yeah. not coming out of the tube. Hell no, man. Yeah, it just got uh, stuck, stuck there. And as it turns out, um, uh, she didn't want to go to the hospital. And I kept insisting, and then finally one day she went to the doctor, and uh, the doctor was like, yep, yep, you got a terrible pregnancy, get your ass to the hospital now. So I brought her in there, and they uh, put her on the operating table, and they opened her up and touched the thing, and it burst and started bleeding and all that stuff. Anyway, she didn't die, and um, she survived the whole thing. I'm waiting to hear how this is a dating story, but... (laughs) Well, get ready. (laughs) Here it comes. (laughs) The aftermath. I bring her home. She's she's recovering, and then she starts telling me all the stories about her past. Okay. And she's telling me about how she used to be a coke dealer in a strip club, and she's telling me how uh, she has had five abortions. Five. This is your wife. This is my soon-to-be wife. Soon-to-be wife. Okay. Yep, and then I was like, I was just sitting there, I'm like, holding my head going, holy shit, who the hell are you? <laughs> and and wh- what, what kind of gave her this, like, you think she just had this crazy incident, and she goes, you know what, I gotta come clean, like, I gotta, Exactly. Yeah. Yep, Maybe exactly. she thought she was, she like, said, on the brink of death, and... Yep, and she, she was having problems just dealing with the whole thing, and uh, she wanted to, she needed therapy, really, that was the truth, and I told her, you need to go to therapy... And you need to deal with this. You know, you can cry on my shoulder as much as you want. It's not going to solve the problem. You need to get with women who are in the same boat and, and work it out. Coke dealing strippers? 
<laughs> well, I live in Vegas, oh, so just... it's not that uncommon. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, man, the poor girl, she couldn't handle it. She started to act more and more crazy. I took her on a date one night. I was at my job. I worked at a fancy nightclub at the time. I was a, a boss there. Okay. And uh, CeeLo Green was playing that night. Oh, I like CeeLo. And uh, yeah. a waitress came up to me and tried to hand me an ice cube, you know, from her hand to my mouth. And I was like, nah, you know, nah, my girl's right behind me, right? Yeah. And I'm like, uh-uh, you know, no, nah, no, nah. I waved her away. Why and, would, you, why uh, would she, you want an ice cube in your mouth? I don't know. She's trying to be sexy and dumb. Anyways, oh, gotcha, yeah. the, the chick was kind of a whole. She was a waitress. I worked with her about a year and a half, and I, I never entertained it anyways. Because, you know, I'm a monogamous kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, you know? yeah, you're a good guy. Yeah, so anyways, uh, she keeps trying, keeps trying. And I just took the ice cube out of her hand instead. And I waved her away, and I ate the ice cube. All of a sudden, I get punched in the back of the head. <laughs> and I turn around and look at my girl. She's raging, drunk, out of her mind. At that point, I said, okay, no, you just hit me in the back of the head. I, I told her, I said, let's get out of here. Yeah. So, Had you ever been like violent like that before? Never. 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 No. And she's, we, we took her car to the job, you know, or to the, or to my work. So I, we got in the car and, and she is so drunk, she can't drive. I, I eventually said, listen, you can't drive. Let me drive. I drive the heck out of there. And I, I'm on the way home. And as we're going home, she blows up. And start screaming and yelling at me about how I wrecked her body. And this is really projecting, you know, yeah. as what's going on. She's What she's done is she's now throwing on me. And this is ridiculous. Anyways, we get back to the apartment. And I said, listen, we're done. And then she's, she starts attacking me. And starts punching me and kicking me and, you know, throwing blows and all this stuff. She's only 120 pounds. I'm like a 170-pound guy. Yeah. And, and I know how to fight, like. I just block most of it. Yeah. Eventually, ends up happening is she throws a 25-pound vase at my face and then threatens to call the cops to say that I beat her up when actually she's been beating the hell out of me and I've just been kind of, you know, fending her off. And I'm sober and she's wasted. So I send her to bed and I call the police and I said, dude, get down here. My girl's drunk. She's threatening to make false accusations about me. She's been hitting me. And she's saying, I'm beating her. It's the other way around. Cops show up, put the flashlight in my face. They can tell I've been hit in the face a couple times. Go into the bedroom, and they arrest her. And, uh, and that was about it. You know, they, they took her to jail. Uh, I ended up living at the place by myself for a couple of days while she was getting processed. It, you know, I'll, I'll put it like this, man. Like, we ended up breaking up. And in the end of the breakup, I, I gave her plenty of opportunity to go to therapy, get get help, help herself yeah, out. Yeah, like a pretty good dude, like pretty reasonable with that kind of stuff. Well, I tried, but it didn't work. You know, she just she just kept having panic attacks and going crazy and blaming me for her past. And uh, eventually, I moved out, and it was crazy because when we finally broke up, you know, what she admitted. She said, "I was trying to destroy you because my ex boyfriends cheated on me." And I said, "But I never cheated on you." She said, "Yeah, I know." And I was like, yeah, so what's up? Like, why would you do that? And she says, I don't know. Yeah, she's probably and she said, I'm sorry. I was ruining your potential. That's why this has to end. I was like, yeah, no kidding. You're ruining me. Yeah. You know, that yeah. was, that was, Damn, that's a wild one, man. dude. That's a fucking, <laughs> and how long were you together for? Uh, about a year. About a year. Okay. So it wasn't like a crazy, crazy long time, but yeah. No, I would never, I would never date a chick for more than a year and decide to marry her. There's no way. Yeah. You know, I would, I would decide probably before that, uh, to, you know, 
or, or within that afra- time of frame, you know, because you got to get to know somebody, you know, you be around them and, and get to know uh, exactly, you know, who the heck this person is. And, and I did find out, it's just suck it happened after, you know, getting pregnant and, and then losing the kid and et cetera. You know? Yeah, yeah, it kind of made her just spiral a bit. Where, uh, do you know where she is now? Have you ever any contact with her? No. After no. I moved out, you know, we, we got together a few other times, but it, I was pretty well made aware that she was the one cheating on me and oh. she had other guys on the side kind of getting ready to, to pounce if I if I jump ship because, you know, her, her whole insecurity issue. Yeah. Literally, dude, like, I took all the furniture and then within two days she had brand new furniture. I was like, where'd this come from? She was like, I got a guy. I'm yeah. like, what? Whatever. It's the fucking, honestly, it's one of those things you'd be like, that's their problem now. And there's not, yeah. seems like you did everything you could possibly do to r- r- turn that yep. around. Yeah. Uh, Buddy, I was just lucky. My father and my brother jumped in to help me move out of there. My father was saying, hey, you can't stay with someone like this. She's trying to destroy you. And I was like, yeah, Dad, you're right. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, she, I'm really, she really was trying to destroy you. She was. She admitted it. She says, I'm sorry. I was trying to ruin your potential. But I realized I felt so guilty about it. Like, you didn't deserve it. I was yeah. like, yeah, no kidding. Fuck sakes. I manned up. <laughs> someone says you sound like a softer Jordan Peterson. Are you from Canada or near Canada? Uh, I am from Ontario, yeah. Yeah, uh, you said process, and I go, that's Canadian. Uh, that's definitely Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The O, <laughs> the hard O. Um, all right, yeah, cool. Thanks for calling in. That's a wild-ass story. I appreciate it. All right, man. Take care. Yeah, well, thanks for having my call. I'm, I'm glad I got through. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. All right, take care, bye. Okay, take bye. care. I'll subscribe to your Rumble. Take care. Uh, okay, bye. All right. Okay, we got time for you know one or two callers. We can go a little late. We might start the Patreon a little late tonight because I'm I'm enjoying myself. Uh, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? And hey, you're speaking with Alex from Texas. Alex from Texas. How's it going, dog? Yeah, man. How you doing, man? I'm I good. In a couple, maybe like five or six weeks ago, we were on the. I was the one talking about ancient aliens in oh, South America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Conspiracy episode. Right, right, the conspiracy episode. All right. Well, we're not on the uh, conspiracy episode now, but uh, hopefully you got a equally good story. I'm not, don't worry about it, man. I'm watching live, man. I'm talking about uh, dating horror stories. Yes, yes. No, yeah, not Alex Stein. Someone asked if you're Alex Stein. No, okay, so, you know, I wasn't going to call in earlier, so I, I got a lot of dating stories, but none of them are really horror stories. But I heard all these guys talking about mom and daughter yeah. you know experiences so i felt like i had a good one yeah those aren't really yeah. horror stories the bomb and daughter stuff. they're just kind of <laughs> well tell you what crazy. so a lot of the guys in the chat are going to be calling me a fucking beta they're going to be like oh <laughs> this dude's a fucking this guy this guy's a this guy's a low value male yes you know? i mean that's the what show dude this, this is what it's All about right, so wh- while back this is like maybe during quarantine probably like first first couple months of quarantine i used to live in la okay yeah, so before I moved to Texas, I was in Cali. And during quarantine, I was on Tinder, you know, like everybody was, trying to get a little something. Yeah. Right? We're all on there, swiping right, swiping left. And I matched with this chick, and we talked for like two weeks, didn't really text her back. She was cool, but I kind of felt like I was getting catfished, right? Yeah. So spidey senses were tingling? Yeah, yeah, Spotty senses were tingling, and I was like, man, I, I don't really want to meet up with this girl, but I ended up I ended up giving her a little little attention, and then I ended up texting her, and we went to go hang out, and the, this is the first date, right? Mm-hmm. So I go to meet up with her, and she asked me to drive to her place. It was in, like, North Hollywood. I go meet up with her. 
and her mom shows up. Okay. Okay. So her mom shows up and she's like, oh, me and my mom are best friends. Like, ain't no thing. So I end up hanging out with the both of them. And it's kind of like we, the Korea thing. Yeah, man, this shit's this shit's funny because unlike everybody else, my spidey senses were going off the whole time. Yeah. Like her mom shows up, and I was like, "Dude, I've, I've watched enough porn. I know where this is going. This feels <laughs> kind of weird." Yeah. Right. So her mom asks us if we want to watch a movie, and she's like, "Dude, you know what we should do is we should go to Redbox and we should go get a movie." And I was like, "Dude, this is Redbox. Like, where are we going to Redbox?" That box is right honestly, now? I don't know if there's a bigger red flag in the world than a chick being like, "Let's go get a movie at Redbox." And do, right? and do and what like, with it. First of all, if you got a DVD player at home, that's a red flag. That's what like, I'm saying. I'm like, it, yeah, do what with this fucking DVD now? I don't have anywhere. Like, who has anywhere to play this shit? Okay, so so let's take a little rewind, right? Before, before I told you about this, I'm, I was like, I'm going to be the low value male of the group. Everybody else is like, oh, her mom shows up. We got a little, we got a little, you know, Pornhub intro going on right here. So I was like, listen. I don't. I don't know about all this. We end up going. We end up going to Seven Eleven. Got a whole bottle of Hennessy. <laughs> we go to. We go and there's a red box outside of the Seven Eleven. We run a movie. We walk back. So we have a whole fifth of Hennessy. Dude, her, her mom's like twerking on the way back to her apartment. Right. And what are the kind of like so- signals you're getting from the the girl? Like the not the mom. Dude, she was like, "Yeah, it's my best friend right here," and I was like, "What is going on right now?" Weird. I got, I got a, a girl and her mom dancing on me, and we have a bottle of Hennessy and a fucking movie from Redbox. This shit's crazy. Yeah. So, bro, we go back to her place, Danny, and I'm not even joking. They put the movie on, and her mom pulls out a whole bag of pills. Okay. So she pulls out, dude. This is straight up ghetto style. She pulls out a Ziploc. But it's not even a Ziploc. Ziploc's got the zipper on top. She pulls out a sandwich bag, Danny, with oxys, like little fucking random ass pills in a, one of the sandwich bags with a twist top. Yeah. And so, you know what my first thought is? Because I grew up around this. I was like, I'm about to get robbed right now. This chick is like trying to get me drunk on Hennessy and give me an oxy, and they're about to take everything in my wallet, which is not a lot, by the way. It's quarantine. Yeah. I'm fucking, I showed up, I got my car keys, my wallet, and no cash, right? So I was like, dude, I'm about to get robbed right now. And the best part is, I have a group chat. I'm texting them. I'm like, guys, you won't believe this. Went to this girl's place. I showed up. We have a bottle of Hennessy. There's pills out, and the girl's mom showed up, right? Nobody's believing me. So this is where the story gets a little spicy. Danny, I take a selfie of me, the girl's mom, the girl. We're all on the couch. I take a selfie of all three of us on a Sunday group chat. And they're like, dude, the mom's better than the daughter, to be honest. Like, what are you doing? Yo, can you please text me a photo with your face fucking blurred out, but just the two of them? Yeah, yeah. I'll send it, I'll send it to dude, a low-value te- mail at Gmail or whatever. Dude, just, just text it to the number. Just text it to this number. But I'll just blur, it in, so. blur out your face. I'll post it in the Patreon so people can see it. It's, it's two years old. I'll, i got to see if I can find it. It's probably okay, well, if you have it, just X out your face. I'm sure people want to see it. Come on. i got to archive. Google and, uh, Google and Alexa got me. Dude. Yeah, they, yeah. they won't let me live. So anyways, I send the picture, and everybody's like, dude, I can't believe this is really happening. So I send the fucking picture, and they're like, you got to go after the mom. So we're drinking. I ended up popping a pill, and then they're both dancing, and I we're watching some stupid-ass movie, dude. We're watching, like, 
the core or fucking Armageddon or some fucking Redbox movie, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, I start feeling crazy because I, I just took a, a random pill. So I ended up being like, I got to get out of here. Like, I, I know what's going on here. I know the Pornhub intro is here. Everybody's in my favor. Everybody's <laughs> saying do it. Yeah. But I, I took an Uber home and left my car in the parking lot. left your car. And what do you think the pill was? Do you have any idea? Yeah, um, it was probably some Oxy or some. It wasn't like Molly. It wasn't like yeah. Molly or anything. Yeah, something like that, and I ended up well, Oxy and Molly is a bad vibe, and yeah. and I get home and everybody's calling me a pussy, and I was like, guys, I really don't know what to tell you. Like, I, I anybody else would have done it, but I just got this bad vibe, and I ended up going home. So honestly, you know, low I, value mail shit right there. I had to leave. Yeah. I had to get out of there, dude. I honestly Couldn't feel do it. I, I think I would have done the same thing. I would have just been like, there's something going on. I would have just been like, I'm about to get fucking robbed and have my kidneys taken out in a bathtub or whatever the fuck. It would be, See, it would be too good to be true. Low value males. All these other chads in the chat won't get it. But yeah. Low value males understand. Yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, it would just be like, I'd be like, this is too good to be true. I, something, there's, there's a catch. There's always a catch, and the catch is going to be not good. Um, now, before I let you go, yeah. before you move on, what ended up being really funny is when I get home, I Uber home, and homegirl, she like, is texting me here and there, but her mom asks her for my number. What the fuck? Dude, mom. And she ends up giving, she ends up giving her mom my number and she starts texting me. And so I tell her, I was like, you know, I went to your house to see your daughter match with her on Tinder. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but uh, I was going on a date with her. It kind of got a little weird. So that's why I left. Her mom's like, yeah, you know what? It's a little uncomfortable, but it happened and uh, it happened before and, you know, it's okay. Like, if you ever want to hang out again. So this fucking girl gave her mom my number to, like, text up and hang out without her. So I thought that was the weirdest part of the whole thing. Yeah, so maybe they were trying to rob you. Maybe they're just fucking, I don't know, weird. Hey, you know what? Hey, low value to another low value male, man. I got both my kidneys, so I'm not bothered. There you go. Yeah, you do. All right, cool. Thanks for calling in, dog. Yeah, man. Take it easy. All right, bye. All right, okay, that has uh, been the, uh, you know what, we're going to get, we're going to get one, we're going to call one of the fucking patrons right now, um, he wanted to call in, and then we're going to wrap this bad boy up, this is the last call of the night, the phone lines are officially closed, Hell yeah. what, hello, hello, hey, how's it going, it's uh, Danny from Low Value Mail, Oh shit! I'm so sorry. I I've been watching the stream, and I guess I was a couple minutes behind. That's my bad. Oh no, no, that's not good. Yeah, there's a little bit of a I delay. I was thinking you were still on a call. With that guy. No, 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 no. Well, I just it just ended. But did you want to call in? Because we got to wrap the show up. But if you have a story. Uh. No. no. Okay. You doing a Patreon show? Yeah, we're doing a Patreon show. Call in on the Patreon. We'll we'll, we'll get it cracking. Oh yeah. Show. Okay. Bye. All right. That was I don't know. He he texted me. I thought he wanted to uh, call in, but maybe not. Anyways. The lines have been crossed. That's the show. Uh, I apologize if anybody's trying to get through, but if you want to call in, you can call in on the Patreon, patreon.com slash mail. You can sign up. The link is there. Uh, we're going to start in like 10 minutes because I got to go rock a piss. Uh, but that has been a fun-ass show. That was, uh, that was one of the funner shows we've ever done. I appreciate you all. Thank you very much for signing up. Also, if you, uh, you can sign up for the join the YouTube page, and then you can get access to, uh, for the, if you sign up for the Scrotes tier or whatever the fuck on YouTube, you can get access to the Patreon episode as well. Uh, thanks very much for taking your Tuesday night, hanging out with me. I appreciate you all. I will see some of you in 10 minutes, and I will see the rest of you next week. Peace out. Have a lovely...